What's up, everybody? This is Chad L. Coleman, Fred Johnson from The Expanse, and you're listening to The Horror Returns. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, everybody, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Philip, Brian, and uh, legendary, legend in, legend in our minds, it's uh, Pedro. <laughs> Pedro Nunez, what's up, man? Greetings and salutations. I'm right here from beautiful Los Angeles, California, just uh, ready to give my uh, top 10 and bottom 10 of the year. And uh, right. you know, happy New Year to all of you guys. It's just we're we're barely getting started here with 2023. So uh, let's, see, let's see how this year's goes. Let's see how this year goes. Yeah. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is uh, is this our third or fourth year in a row to no at least right that you that you'll come on yeah. after our yeah best and yeah worst. they're about they're about uh, it's always an honor to be on and you know one of my favorite things to do is to be on this show and uh, this is gonna be a very interesting year because. Um, we got that fright mirror meetup. That's you know, I, I'm I'm about I would say about ninety percent in. So that's know, other than a couple little hiccups that might come up. I will be there as well. Yeah. That'd be awesome. You'll, you'll be there. That's good. That's yeah. good enough for me, man. I get. I, I'm taking you at your word. And and I there's a there's a rumor there may be a there may be a uh, Lollapalooza coming up as well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's last time I saw you. I think it was at a Lollapalooza. Am I right? Uh, was that before or after That's... I saw you at um, in Salem? Oh, you're right. That was before. <laughs> I randomly ran into Salem. You in Salem, Massachusetts. Yes. We oh, got yeah. trapped during in, Halloween, ha- locked in the haunted was, house. Yeah, during Halloween, which was pretty alpha, right? I mean, we, we were there <laughs> when it counts. Yeah, it was, it was It was a good time to be in Salem. <laughs> so, remember, uh, remember, remember those, um, remember those <laughs> ticket takers that were doing that Flintstones thing where they were walking with the little shack? And we're like, is this a con or what? Because there was people. So so there was this. Let let me paint the picture for people. There was this haunted house that you had to pay money to get into. And it said tickets here, like a cartoon with all these arrows pointing at tickets here. (laughs) And so that's where Lance bought the tickets. And we were able to get in. But then we noticed that that somebody was inside the shack and they kept on moving the shack with their leg. Like they'll pick up the shack and then they'll just walk with it. And we're like, maybe this is not even the real guy that's selling the ticket. Maybe it's some sort of scam, right? And we're like, that's kind of weird. But that was a yeah. good time. I think it was, it was a little for a haunted house scam. And then being asked to find our way out of that haunted house. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a, that was the fun part, man. Getting this stuck, is getting how we get rich, I tell you. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, you, uh, shoot, Pedro, what's going on with you, man? Are, are the rumors true about KFAB and Pedro and what's uh, what's going on, dude? Well, we're, we're on a little bit of a hiatus right now. I just got a little burned out on wrestling. I think 
Um, well, there's actually a lot of news that broke this past week. Um, I don't know if me and Brian should go into an impromptu uh, wrestling returns little mini thing here going on, but for a while there, there was a lot of animosity within the wrestling community with the whole AEW versus WWE thing, and and I just got burned out on that, man. And it seemed like every time I would I would yeah. go online, it was like, you know, there's just competing factions of fans and. But I would say I think it's died down now. I don't know, Brian. Maybe you could, um, you know, correct me on that. Maybe because I haven't been on and really kept up anymore. But I, I don't see it as much lately as it was maybe like a month, two months ago. You know, and you know, just people yeah. making fun of like the AEW owner Tony Khan and the way he looks. It's a very eccentric yeah. guy. So go ahead, Brian. I was gonna say uh, I agree with you. I think it's died down a little bit, but it it it's still still a little bit there. Yeah, because the reality to me is that we're living in a very, very interesting, uh, and you know, li- it's literally an embarrassment of riches when we, when we, when it comes to like match quality and wrestlers having jobs, and just uh, we're in a very good time right now, and I think this is going to be a very nostalgic time in about ten years, and for us to spend all this time just kind of like talking shit about either company and just picking sides, um, you know, it's, it doesn't make it that fun. So. I decided to take a little break from that, but who knows? Maybe we might come back, you know, early in the middle of the year or so. We got WrestleMania season coming up, which is in my hometown. So, um, and there's a lot of people from uh, fr- from the from the binge world that are coming to LA. So I'm gonna be here with them as well. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Well. Nice. So what uh, what else have you got going on? Well, for this um for this last I guess I could go into my cool of the week. Yeah, cool of, cool of the week. That's so we'll get it started. Well, I've just been kind of um I've kind of been uh catching up on catching up on a lot of the like the quote unquote Oscar contender movies. Um a lot of A twenty four movies. Yeah. Already, yeah. okay. A lot of A twenty four movies. Uh you know, cause those 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 little artsy fartsy films are the ones that tend to get a lot of attention during this time of year. Um, so right. I saw a couple of them that were pretty good. Um, I, I, I saw one that's called Funny Pages. Um, typical, like, A24. I don't know if any of you guys caught it. Um, mm. it, it, it I haven't it seen that up. one. Uh-uh. Yeah. Um, it's about this kid who wants to, uh, he wants to uh, be an artist for comic books, and he ends up co- hooking up with this very eccentric older guy you know, and hilarity ensues from there. It's, it's a pretty good movie. <laughs> hilarity <laughs> ensues on an A24 film? Yes, in the A24 okay. way. Let's just put it that way. Oh, uh, gotcha. All right. Yes. Kind of like, kind of like, is it a remake of Apt Pupil then? No, it's not. It's not, it's not. Uh, okay. I, I saw um, I saw another interesting movie. It's called uh, Two Leslie. I saw that one. Um, I don't know if anybody has okay. caught that one. Uh, that one was interesting. It's about this young lady who wins the lottery and she's a recovering alcoholic. Well, she's not a recovering alcoholic. That's later. But right. she was an she's alcoholic. Trying to, she's trying to recover. Yes. yes. And it's a, another okay. one of those kind of A24-ish style storylines where it's almost like, like as you guys know, like they kind of uh, they, they have a camera on them just for like like a couple hours of their story. And then there's not really any kind of resolution. It just kind of ends. That's just the way A24 does their thing. Oh, sure, sure. More of a slice of life thing. Yeah, exactly. So um, gotcha. so, so that was another one that I saw that's pretty good. Um, long, you know, long as it's not too Jennifer. No, 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 no. And remember, there's about five of those. There's, there's two <laughs> right. Jennifer. There's two with a two Jennifer. 
There's uh, so Jennifer Returns, I think, or some shit like that. But there's a there's a shitload of those movies. Um, and and that's pretty much it. I've been watching a lot of old movies for some reason. Right. I, I revisited um, like Slither and Wolf Creek. I saw those again because uh, I've never okay. seen the television show of Wolf Creek, Wolf Creek. So I wanted to see it. So um, and I know it's on Shutter, I think. So okay. I, I I caught up on the movies. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've just kind of been working and, and just kind of chilling out, waiting for baseball season to start. All right. Yeah. All right. So you're not going to, you're not catching up on all the teen wolf to see the new, uh, upcoming movie. No, no, that's not my okay. thing. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well here, I'll jump in. Um, I got a couple of not so cools. Uh-oh. You guys recommend – well, I guess you didn't exactly recommend them. I'm just a glutton Ooh. for punishment. Uh-oh. But, uh, All right, well. I, I checked out the Requin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my laughs> yeah, <gosh. laughs> was it a, yeah. Did was you it not want to throw bad? her in the water? Yeah, oh, no. That was the most annoying that I've ever seen a human being be in general, <laughs> much less her by herself. Uh, <laughs> what was that? The girl from Clueless. What, Alicia Silverstone. Uh, yeah, no. she was ah, terrible in that movie. Ouch. I don't even Ouch. like, man, I don't they had to pay her the entire budget of the film to make that work. Uh, I've never been so angry with the with the character. I was just like, somebody just throw this bitch in the water. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> Wait, but we have to set our raft on fire. What? <laughs> um, I, and I watched uh, Rememory, Peter Dinklage. I've heard it wasn't okay. great. Oh, is he and like was just, investigating something? Yeah, I was just kind of scrolling past and uh, and and clicked on that one just to see what it was like. And uh, yeah, it was it's pretty boring. A lot of yeah. lot of plot holes. <laughs> oh, that's, that's uh, but I do bad. have a couple of cools though. Uh, I I watched the second season of Alice in Borderlands, uh, which okay. it, it's on Netflix. Have you guys seen that at all? I've heard of it. No. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a Japanese no. horror series thing. It's like their version of Squid Game, I guess, kind of. Ah, okay. I have I yeah. have seen, I think, the trailer for this. Sounds familiar. Um, not bad. It's a little cheesy. It's better if it's like Japanese with English subtitles, just maybe because of the voice actors in English or make it a, they give it a little extra layer of cheese on top. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like... Please don't pay attention to the plot holes. It's <laughs> yeah. we are going kind of ridiculous. They're like we are ah. going to the borderlands, yeah. and will you accompany us? <laughs> They're like, oh, this guy said the color blue. That must mean we should go up the stairs and turn left to solve this puzzle. Oh, that's you a know, stretch. it's like wait, that's where where do you come up with that logic? It's like astrology, you know. Okay. Uh, the planets were aligned this particular way when you were born, and that's why you're an asshole. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but it was, it was still pretty enjoyable. I like that series. And, uh, I did check out the sadness since you guys Ooh. told me about it. Okay. That one was pretty fucking good, man. It's graphic as hell. Taiwan horror. It was, it was, it was pretty awesome. I liked it. Yeah. You, uh, you've seen that Pedro, haven't you? Oh yeah. yeah. The sadness. Not, not okay, cool. All yeah, right. I, I thought it might be, I thought it might be. Yeah. I don't know if it would have wound up like number one, like it was for Nez, but, uh, right. It might have inked in there into my top ten. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah good movie. movie to watch. Good movie. Um, Brian, you got any? 
Yeah, let me go real quick because uh, I'm telling the guys before we start recording, as you can probably hear right now, uh, you might hear a hair dryer in the background. My daughter's getting her <laughs> hair done. It's not that bad. So I apologize. <laughs> um, I only got two this week. Um, I'll start with my not so cool. I saw the sequel to Terror Train, the 2B. Oh no! Straight to Why TV. They 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 put out Brian. a sequel. I have Come to. On. I got. I'm a completist. I guess. So. Completist. Yeah, the they, they, stories tells us that. Yes. <laughs> Pedro's right on the nose right there. Uh, <laughs> they put out a sequel, I believe, two months after the first one, just <laughs> wow. in time for a. Uh, Ouch. And I. I would have to say the first one had its moments where it was like, it could have been like a cheesy low budget slasher movie. You could have got enjoyment that way. But the second one, the story made no sense. Like the, the characters from the first one returned to go back on the train. <laughs> Cause why not? And it's almost, they get tricked to coming on the train. Cause it, uh, someone's like setting up some kind of like celebration of the events of the previous murders and stuff like that and it's just really boggles your mind of why these people would even think to even get on the train and then it turns into like a bad soap opera and it, it's just weird how it just came <laughs> a off a bad was, soap opera what yeah the the first one was a really bad i think that's just a not moronic statement by the way <laughs> it, the, the, the acting, it, it was like young adult soap opera. They oh, tried no. to put these like storylines oh. in there, and I'm just like, just kill somebody. Just, <laughs> just kill somebody. Just kill somebody. Just give me a reason why like, there's a killer, like, <laughs> and then have the killer murder somebody. Isn't that what yeah, those movies then, are about? Are supposed to be about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah this one just kind of went into the, like, they tried to I don't know if they decided let's throw some more storyline into this so we can maybe squeeze a third movie out. I don't I don't know. I don't know. If you if you got Tubi, which you should have Tubi, it's free. <laughs> I guess it's if totally you, you have if you have nothing to do and just need something in the background. That's man, the some only of these, some of these Tubi originals I tried them. I just can't get into them, man. They look like they were shot with a like a camcorder half the time, and it's, yeah, like, the pro- <laughs> it's always the, the same shit too. They always try to give you some soap opera shit, and all of yeah. them are the same thing, you know. And it's like I'm not gonna well, go. And I gotta sit through commercials. Fuck that, you know. Yeah, the <laughs> production gonna, values. Go the production values low. Um, right. The, you couldn't even get some practical kills. Like the stab wounds were digital. <laughs> the characters Yikes. were just probably this. This is I don't know if this counts as something that would go already on my bottom list for 2023 since it came out the last day of December. I think I think I think you can squeeze it in there. Okay. If, if, it, if, it, if it's still on the list by the time it rolls around, it deserves it. Right. And you know what? We if it's still on the list, on it would list. be a pretty good year for horror then because it's That's way right. early. It's way That's early right. to start thinking about this shit. <clears throat> All right. Making it official. It's the first one on the list. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, if and, it counts, uh, it's a movie. <laughs> I guess I, I didn't. My, the next one, I don't know if it's cool because it it's okay. incredibly slow. 
like incredibly slow. I, Lance, I, I kind of want you to check it out too because you you like your slow burns. It's um the new. Well, except uh, okay. except <laughs> what? Andor. Yeah, Andor. true, true. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's the new movie on uh, Amazon, uh, Nanny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't know, man. I saw the trailer. It looks pretty creepy. It has its moments. It has its creepy moments. It's well shot, well directed. The um, I'm spacing on the director's name. Uh, she is going to direct the Night, uh, Night of the Living Dead uh, sequel. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and she has a short film called, it's a vampire film called... Uh, Suicide by Sunlight that um, I guess okay. is picked up by um, Jordan Peele. Oh, Jordan Peele is going to turn it into a feature length. Is he going to direct though, or J- or James? He, he's he going to James. She, she's 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 going to direct it. <laughs> okay, he's uh, just gotcha. it's going to be through his company. So cool. She she I, I I see a lot of good things for her coming as a director, but the story was just slow. It's a, it's about a. A lady, she's an immigrant okay. from Senegal. I'm going to go as, ahead and watch it this week. Yeah, she, she gets a job as a nanny, <laughs> and then creepy shit happens. But it just <laughs> it takes <laughs> too long to get there. And then when something happens, it kind of is drawn out to the next thing. And it kind of has one of those endings where... I guess you kind of decide what what's really happening or what has yeah, happened. The ending kind of it was weird because I, I watched it too, and you're right, it was pretty good. Um, but the ending, I, you know, I was like, should I should I rewind it and try to make sense of this shit? But I was like, yeah. nah, I'm good. It's, I got I got other shit to do, and I just never went other, back to other it. stuff. But uh, it was it was one of those endings, yes, for sure, that people yeah. either like or or fucking hate. Yeah, okay. uh, but I, I will say it was well made and uh, well acted. Um, the only thing I've seen the main actress in, she was on that uh, DC show Titans. She, gotcha. she was uh, the Starfire character. And then uh, she she was in oh, Us. Okay. She played a young... Um, okay, you know when the flashbacks to when uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character was young? Okay. She played the that mom. Was, that was her. Oh, she no, played, she the, played mom. the mom. Yeah. Okay. I remember I remember reading uh, I remember reading the old Teen Titans comic books mm-hmm. with uh, the Perez artwork and stuff like that. And w- when mm-hmm. Starfire came out, I I used to take those comic books into the bathroom for a few minutes. And <laughs> I'm sure you did, Lance. <laughs> they, they had her drawn very uh, proportionate, I guess. <laughs> what am I trying to say here? But I'll definitely check it out then, Brian. And, that'll, that'll be my yeah. homework for this week. And uh, I meant to ask you, I know you've seen The Apology. What did, what did you think before you get into your cool? My my, my feelings on The Apology? Yeah. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was well done. It was uh, more of a stage play, really, than a movie. Yeah. Because it was a single setting. But uh, it, it, the wife fucking hated it. <laughs> I was hoping she would kind of like it because... <laughs> You know, Christmas and all that, but uh, she's like, you know, do we really have to count this as one of our Christmas movies? I think it was just way too dark for her, but it just too dark yeah. for the wife, Brian. But I like the twists and turns in it for sure. Yeah, I think it was more so the. I don't know if I really enjoyed the whole movie, but it just kind of one of those situations where it makes you think, what would you do in that situation? 
Yeah, I don't think the guy would have made it that long for me. No. But, well, uh, yeah. I was going to say, that Go was ahead. the thing about that movie. Like, once the big yeah. reveal, quote, because it's not really a yes, reveal. It's I the know, motivation, right? It's like, yeah. okay, that's very early in the movie. So mm-hmm. so the fact that these two characters are by themselves and then the big reveal comes out and the and the you know someone admits of something now I'm thinking mm-hmm. okay there's still like an hour and you know 20 minutes left how the fuck are That's they going right. how, how the fuck are they going to keep these two characters the without thing. without reacting to that news in a very yeah. violent way and I got to give it to them you know I think they had more hits than misses I think I was convinced mm-hmm. that throughout the film they they were able to come up with ways to just keep the story going without going into the third act, like, you know, 20 minutes in. So that was good. Yeah. That was good. I agree. All right, Lance, uh, what's your cool? So, oh, what, what's yours? The nanny? Yeah, I'll go with the nanny. <laughs> um, we going to go with that? Okay. Yeah. And we're, I not, tried to... we're not talking Fran Drescher here, are we? No, <laughs> I try, try to get in ago. that. Uh, <laughs> That's try to get in that new Christian Bale movie before we started recording, but I didn't have time. Uh, okay. The, the pale blue eye on Netflix. I, I watched it. It was it was good. I watched it. Yeah. Oh, it was good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Slow, yeah, slow yeah. Burn. I saw that one too. Slow it burn, wasn't talky, talky, yeah. but good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And it was uh, there's a movie called The Raven that's real similar to it. That's the one I was thinking oh, of. Oh, with the. Uh, okay. I was like, have I seen this movie before? <laughs> but no. Uh, what's what's good. what's his name? What what's his nuts? As Nez would say. <laughs> in the Raven, Nez is always saying, "Oh, it's got what's his nuts in it." <laughs> Damn, I can't remember his name from uh, Better Off oh, Dead. Uh... Oh, John Cusack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a, oh he's yeah, he is in that one. You're right. That's right. Okay, my cool of the week. Well, first of all, uh, Brian, this is for you. I've got a, I've got a not so, not so cool of the week. In other words, it's it, it was okay. And that's the adaptation of Mr. Harrigan's phone. It wasn't. Oh, I didn't no. hate it. Okay. Oh, that's also it. on my list. But we'll get to it. <laughs> have you have you read it? Have you read it, Pedro? The novella? No. And after this, I don't want to. I don't want anything to do with <laughs> okay. Mr. Harrigan's whatever phone well, or laptop or tablet. <laughs> yeah, somebody needs throw, to throw them on in the lake. That phone. <laughs> Delete Mr. Harrigan's porn collection. <laughs> I, I will. I will say. I will say this, Brian. The reason that I liked it is because I'm I'm a, I'm a um, kind of a you're a completist when it comes to movie series. I'm sort of a completist when it comes to film adaptations. So the closer it is to the book, the better. And it was basically word for word right out of the book, just like a enactment on screen. Um, the ending ah, they might change it just a tiny little bit, but I mean Did it's. They- it's not one of those exciting books with a big cliffhanger ending for sure. So this is a book. It's not a short story. Good. No, Lord. it's a novella. It's about a hundred pages. It's about a little oh, over a hundred oh, pages. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, so. <laughs> in the in the book, did they um, did anything happen least, in the book? Because... Did, did they at least detail the deaths? So you can yeah, at they least did. envision they, it in your yeah, head. Yeah, very very much so. Yeah, very much so. And then he did uh, there. One of the deaths involved the shoe shine kit in a little bit more of a graphic way, which they did leave out of the movie. You're right; it was like they were making this movie for network TV or something, right? Yeah, I wanted it's the, like, the, oh, the soap 
The soap scene, I wanted to see that. They didn't even show it, man. And then, yeah, oh yeah, because in the book, I think I think that the guy like uh, shoves the <laughs> shoves the shoot cleaning kid up his ass. Part of it. You know, that's what I was thinking when you said it was a little more graphic, and I was like, right. maybe I'm just gross and I shouldn't go there. <laughs> You're right. Right in the movie, they just say, oh, he jumped out of the window and he was holding his shoes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know we kind of got we got spoiled with the sadness, right. with the graphicness, right. but I mean, come on, right. Netflix. Okay. All right, I'll go into my cool of the week. Okay. Uh, also, my also my disappoint disappointed of the week that I didn't have mushrooms or acid on hand. Mm. Uh, finally got around to seeing Three Thousand Years of Longing. Have you seen it, Pedro? The no, I haven't. The genie in the queue. It's on the queue. Don't 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 do it unless you've at least got something. Well, I'm drinking be right it, now, it, so I might <laughs> do it right after this show. Okay, just take my word for it, man. When this dude's playing an instrument and then the instrument grows arms and also starts playing the strings along with him, you're like, oh, this fun. is where this is where we're going. <laughs> this is a yeah, it's a trip. I'm ready man. for it. I've heard good things it about it, a, so I'm ready to check it out. Oh, it's yeah, it's a fun movie, man. It's really good. It, it's very much like uh, it's it's like those old movies that they had. I, don't know, I think they were big, like in several of them in the '60s and '70s, where it was. Uh, um, yeah, or storytelling, right? And it would go back kind of in a fairy tale style, and and then it would kind of reenact the tale that's being that's being told. Oh, and then okay. you know the other other person would tell a story, and then they would show it on the screen, and the other person. So it's it's kind of like that. I think you'll enjoy it. It's uh, you guys would probably all like it, but special effects wise, I really wish I had been tripping. <laughs> At least some shrimp, <laughs> some shades of Mandy. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, three thousand years of longing. It's good. It give you such a click in the neck. <laughs> um, all right, Philip or guys, before we move on, Pedro. Uh, every year you join us around this time, and every year you brought your your best and your worst. Where do you where do you want to start, man? So I'll start talking a little bit about the TV shows that I really enjoyed, which is a lot of the ones okay. are the ones that were talked about last week. Um, I, you know, I really loved Andor. Yeah. I thought. <laughs> I mean, that's and, and, that's how and, we're gonna start. This. Okay. <laughs> no, I really, I really, because again, there's a lot of things now. Now that Disney owns Star Wars, there's so many little worlds that they could explore without fucking giving us another Skywalker story. There's so many little right. layers and pockets of that universe okay. that have gone unexplored, right? Mm. And and so I, I think that. I think the politics, I think a lot of the mm. kind of the internal conflict. Uh, of the empire, it's it's something that is never really talked about. We just kind of accepted that these, this big fucking, you know, uh, gothic thing is in power. So it's like it's, it's nice to see how much of a resistance there was. And then you also have some of the more like like the like the underlying themes of like how the resistance has to kind of turn and be the monster to kill the monster. I, I like that whole thing. Okay. You know, um, I, I, I got you. Like what what's the what, what's the what's the guy um. Uh, what's his name, man? The the older guy from the Thor movies. What's his name? Oh, uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, Stellan Skarsgård. He's like the biggest scumbag on the show, and he's supposed to be right. the good guy, you know. But he's all okay. about he's all about, you know, because he's he's a spy, so he has to keep that mm -hmm. going, right? And then any little sure. threat, um, is gonna compromise that, and 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 just the way that 
like like the Mon Mothma scenes as well. Like she's very stressed out. I love all that shit. That's right. just some great acting. And, and and you see you see the you know the stress and the pressure. Um, a lot of the scenes with like Mon Mothra remind me of like the Hans Landers scenes from *Inglorious Bastards*, which is like she's like in the middle of mm -hmm. that whole political scene yes, with okay. a lot of like high rank empire people there, and she's mm -hmm. got to manipulate and walk through all that, right? And and see, and when when we're kids and we're watching all this, we don't think about the minutia of all that stuff. We're just like we just accept it. So the fact that Andor kind of brought us that. <clears throat> Pretty cool, you know. And then you know you got Andy Circus double dipping as as usual, which is always a plus. You know the always. guy's getting paid twice, three times per per franchise half the time, which is cool. I don't blame him. Um, so that was an, a nice little subplot. Um, had it should have gone twelve episodes, maybe not. You know, I I don't know about all that, but it still it still kept me intrigued the whole way. And I love, I love how that fucking show ended. The final line, because yeah. Because it, it brought uh, Kazdan, it brought him full circle, right? It's like now he accepts that if he has to sacrifice himself, then it's all it's all worth it, and that was awesome. That was, so, anyways, so I really love, I really like that. Sounds pretty so, good, Lance. Yeah, he wa he watched it. At, obviously, Pedro watched it as a grown up. I tried to watch it as the eleven year old kid that I was when Star Wars first came out. <laughs> so <laughs> there's the difference. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, I see your points, man. I am looking forward to season two. I'll tell you that they set it up pretty nicely. I'm gonna hit you with one that I felt they really hit the landing, which is kind of like people have said they didn't, and some people say they did. I think the Walking okay. Dead. I think the Walking Dead hit the landing. I really do. <laughs> I think. You, listen, they have. They had a lot of. Are masters. we gonna disagree on every literal thing we talk about tonight, Pedro? Because if so, that's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> They had a lot of masters to serve at the end, right? They had fucking right. 10 sure they shows that are spawning yeah. off of this show, for one. But I thought I thought the emotional impact was there. I really love Negan's last scene. I really oh, love um, D Dixon, how he just rode off into the sunset. The only thing was that, like... He's headed all the way to, to France. Yeah, but the only thing is that nobody told him to leave. Uh -huh. Like, there's no... Right. There's not one scene... <laughs> just, there's not uh -huh. one scene in that fucking show where they tell him, go, go, go discover... France or, or Europe and see what's going on. <laughs> he just took it upon himself to just leave, you know. Um, but I, I thought I thought the characters had, had enough equity with me to where the, the the emotional part really hit towards the end. And of course they right. they, they you know they they teased it there at the end with the with the, with the Ricka storyline. Sure. Although he sure. although there was a scene there that really bothered me where he's like barefoot in the mud yeah. and there's like a you know like one of the zombies is trying to bite him. He came a little too close to comfort right there, man. Like, you know, you survived this long. Right. And this, is how, this is how it's going to end. It's so how anyway. you go out getting bit in the mud by a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. Um, so that, that, so that, that's another one. Peacemaker was great. The Boys was great. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but The Cabinet of Curiosities, that was my favorite show of the entire Nice. Yeah, that's, that, a, that's it, a good one, man. Yes, that's it a was a one. great anthology show, old school style. I think all the episodes, I'm, yeah, no, I want to say it. All the episodes hit, all mm -hmm. of them. Um, the the one with panels because models was my favorite because that last scene there, that was a right. fucking trippy episode. It was, yeah, but it was super trippy, trippy. In, that, in that very unsettling, like the way you know he's good at that, right? Panels knows how to like he, it was trippy in that very unsettling way, and it was basic when you think about it. But that ending shot of that creature just walking into the city because we yeah. know, what who, that, know who knows where it goes. From I there. loved it. I fucking loved it. Um, 
but all of them were, all of them were great too. The one with Andrew Lincoln was a little too slow for my taste, but it's, it hit at the end. I thought I thought the emotional impact was pretty good. Um, the the one with the, the the first one, the one with the lot thirty six, um, that one was also mm-hmm. good. The autopsy one was good. I mean, they were all re- really fucking good. So those are that that was my favorite show of the year, and that's nice. a show that that's I could a good pick. Visiting. It's like you got eight little mini movies in like one season, which was great. Right. Mm-hmm. And they had some great production values, um, great filmmakers. I'm just, I'm just, you know, it just sucked that um, Guillermo del Toro didn't direct one. I mean, because he was the host, but it's well, it, he's stri- he's pretty think, busy, right? I think he's directing one uh, the the second season. Well, hopefully, man. But it was okay. a lot better than fucking Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. I'll tell you that. I mean, that's for sure. Yeah, that's you know, for sure. Yeah, he needs to stick to movies. <laughs> <laughs> That that's why earlier when you guys were saying that Jordan Peele was right. going to be the producer of something, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not yeah, going to fall not, for this con anymore. Let me tell you, every time they do yes, Sam Raimi did it with Ghost House Productions, right? A lot of those fucking films right. are shit. Um, James Wan does it, and now we have uh, Jordan Peele doing it. I don't mean shit. If they're not, if they're not at the helm, I'm not going to go all in until I see what's going on. You know, it's not going to be like an automatic. I'm in. Um, but anyway, so that was my favorite show of the year. So, so I guess now we could go to my bottom ten. But I have some uh, honorable mentions here. The first okay. one is Moonfall. Moonfall was a big sack of shit. Did you guys oh, ever oh, that one? Yeah, I, that's. I did see long. Moonfall. <laughs> that was like early last year, right? Yes. Yes. Felt um, like it. Yeah, okay. That's What's the name I of that director? That. Um, Roland Emmerich. Oh, Roland, okay, so Roland Emmerich, Emmerich does okay. a lot of like so bad. They're good movies, right? They're charming. Right. He, I mean, you know, when when he did Midway, he hired like a European to play a guy from New Jersey, and the accent kept on coming in and out throughout the entire movie, which is fine. That's the charm of of his movies. Okay, this movie had no redeeming <clears throat> value whatsoever. It was just boring, long. Oh man, the effects were a little shoddy. I don't know, man. It should have been one of those like Tubi originals or some shit. <laughs> oh, uh, ouch. Well, they, they um, did have an asylum version of it. Remember, it, it seemed like an asylum <laughs> version of Roland Emmerich's movie. Was it? Yeah. Maybe it y'all saw like... the moon. Are you sure y'all didn't see Moon Crash? <laughs> <laughs> that was the asylum version. Well, I saw it. I saw it uh, at the theater, so I don't. I don't okay. think I went in there by Probably mistake. Probably wouldn't have been there. Uh, then, then the other animal mentioned is Dash Cam. That now uh, that's the, I kinda that's the most that. annoying fucking character. I, I enjoyed of the hating right her. Here. Huh? I enjoyed hating her. No, oh, that fucking fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> and then again, the aforementioned Doctor Harrigan's phone or whatever the fuck it's okay. called. <laughs> oh. Look, I got so bored watching this fucking movie that I started. I started yeah. time. I wanted to see. You started watching your bar of soap, huh? No, no. I was, <laughs> no, I started to see. Is Donald Sutherland ever get, gonna get out of this chair? Because I want to see. I want to okay. see if this motherfucker got a payday. Just to yeah. be dragged in there, sit down, and never get back up. And you know what? I don't think he ever got out of that chair. <laughs> he never no, got he, out he of the sits chair. in that chair so long you can actually watch yeah. him get older. <laughs> <laughs> he, that was that was it. He got paid to just come and sit on the chair. Um, and the, and the, the other kid got paid to come fucking read him stories. That was that that's your right. movie. That's yes, movie. and that's a, and that, that's a little creepy in the age that we live in nowadays. Um, <laughs> and here's a surprising one for you all. I know, I know that I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lang slang for it right here. Uh oh. I I was a little disappointed with Hellraiser remake, the the new one that came oh, out. Oh, you and you and Naz both, man. Yeah, it was um, on his list. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, 
you know, sometimes I feel like with with the internet and and, and their concrete way of thinking, there's certain right. movies that are protected to fail, right? There's certain movies that the internet would not allow to fail. And that's just that, you know, they'll start word of mouthing it early on and this and that. And if you fail, you don't get movie. Or, I mean, if you don't like it, you don't get movie. Right. You, you don't understand right. or whatever. I think this is one of those movies. I think we, everybody kept on saying, this is the spirit of what it should be. This is the Barker spirit, Clive Barker wrote. And it's like, I don't even, see- even Barker wrote a, a review before it came out. Yeah, but they all do that. They're a con men, you know, how many times has James Cameron told us this is the best Terminator he's ever seen. I think he's done it like five times. Um, <laughs> they all do that. So, no, I mean, I, like, I like the Santa Bites. Got no problem with that. I just, I, I mean, every time you hear about this story, you always hear about how kinky it is, right? And not one mm-hmm. of these fucking movies has ever given yeah. us that. Not even I know. this one. The fucking, the, the, the box was kind of weird. It was more like a, like a blade. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. It was, it was like 30 minutes too long. Um, I don't know. It was just to me. It was like, hey, fuck it. There's here, like, like they've all done. Here's the script of an unrelated movie. Let's throw the Hellraiser thing on there and let's make this movie. Oh, I know boy. that's not what happened here, but I'm getting that vibe. So, anyways, that was my honorable mentions letdown movies. But I will say that I don't think there was anything embarrassing as we've seen in the previous year. So, all in all, this was a good year for horror movies. Okay. So, let, let me talk a little bit about my 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 bottom Uh-oh. ten. So the first one is Mind Cage. Did any of you guys catch Mind Cage with Martin Lawrence trying to be serious? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh-uh. Have you seen I, it? I, no. it? I've seen the, the oh, poster. No, but I, this is one of those like this is one of those like saw. <laughs> this is like one of those saw like kind of films, but it has it has like the supernatural ending that's got to be you got to see it to believe it, and then you got to say what the fuck did I just watch? Uh-oh. Um. So yeah. So Mind Cage. And just, you know, you can't see Martin Lawrence be serious. I'm sorry, you can't. You know, I mean, um, and he's trying to like like you know, he's hamming it up with this with the with oh, his dramatic yeah. elements right here. This looks this looks bad. And John Malkovich looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, well he plays the quote unquote villain, the you know, so but take that for what it's worth. The art um, of the kill is on the poster. It says the art of the kill. Yes. Wow, that yes. was really original, wasn't it? <laughs> Then we have the friendship game. Now, this is one of the trailers that I saw last time I was on with you guys with okay. the yeah. from uh, Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, like generic fucking movie, like no heart, no soul, just by the numbers. They find this this fucking weird ass game. They play it and then they're all going down. That's how many times have we seen that? Yeah, um, a lot. A and, lot. Then, and then it's up to this Cobra Kai chick to figure it all out. And of course, in the end, she does. And happily ever after. Same shit. She is. She is karate. No, she did. <laughs> oh, okay. Paint by numbers um, movie. Yes, but she does very. She has very. Um, her face is. I don't want to say it like this because this is not what I mean. But it, it comes off as a bit disturbing in in a in a no, in an unusual way. She's got a very um, rememberable face. Like I guess. Wait I a minute. Is, it, I mean, is this the one that is this the one that plays uh, the daughter of uh, the karate kid? No, the, okay. her rival. Her rival. Yeah. Yeah. Peyton List? Yeah. Is that her name? Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, I think she used to be on a Disney show. She's or got something. a very memorable face. Let's just put it that way. Um, <laughs> She's an odd shaped head. Okay. There you go. See, Brian just took it. He articulated it way better than ever. <laughs> odd shaped head. Thank you. And then her eyes are way a little too spaced out for, you know, my liking. But that's just me. Somebody oh, else. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at her now. I'm like, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Another one like, is if, uh, if we found out that she was part alien, it wouldn't be that surprising. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, numbers. Let me see. Ten, eight. Number seven would be VHS ninety nine. I I was here with Rina with you guys. Yeah. And it yeah, was it just, wasn't yeah. that great. Yeah, it the wasn't first that story great. was just, kind of that. The only, the only story we really liked was when those sorority sisters make that other chick dig herself into the grave, and they forget about her. <laughs> that was yeah. the only one that we really truly liked. Oh no, no, and the, the game show one. That one was kind of mm-hmm. cool. That was that was a good segment. That one was the only one I kind of enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's why they're bringing in the heavy hitters to direct the the segments and the, for the next one because this yeah. one fell short. They probably saved all their all their money for that because there wasn't a lot of money for this one. Um, number ten, nine, number seven would be Thor. So I think uh, I think yeah. I think oh, Philip had it on his list. That's been on a couple of Thor: Love and Thunder. I mean, this is what happens when this is what happens when you when you give somebody the reins and there's nobody to reel them back. That's exactly yeah. what happens in this movie. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, Taiki Waikiki, they give him a little too yeah. much power. Right? Sure. The the Rob the Rob Zombie trap. Yes. Yeah. Or the George Lucas prequel trap, as I call it too. Okay. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> that's this that's is, a good this, one. This is when they're making their movie and there's a bunch yeah. of yes men attached to their ass, you know? And and that and that's all, and the, the entire nobody sees the fucking no, I should I should correct myself. Everybody sees the train going off the rails, but nobody has the heart to say <laughs> oh, anything. No. And just... they just all go go down with it, bullet train style. Um gotcha. So, so that yeah, well, I mean, I don't know what happened here, but everything there's, there's not very many things that went right in this movie. Christian Bell gets completely wasted, right, as a performer, yeah. as an mm-hmm. actor, and he came out yeah. of there saying, "I'm never gonna do this shit again." He's gone on record as saying that because he didn't feel comfortable mm-hmm. doing that whole green screen. You know how you know how uh, Marvel has their weird yeah. way of like, yeah, they have like, this factory where they make color movies where you walk in there and it's a right. bunch of green screens and shit. Well, Christian Bell didn't like that shit. He's like, "I'm not gonna do this shit anymore." Um, yeah. Again, I think Thor got very damaged as a character. Uh, the the tone was fucking weird. How the fuck do you waste the Guardians? The Guardians, you Ooh, have no, them no. for five <laughs> minutes. I don't even think that. Do they even have a line in the movie? I don't think Quill talks <laughs> once. They're they're just in the was background it, sh- shooting guns. What a was way. it kind of like? Was it kind of like that last scene in? Um, oh fuck. The John Cena show we were just talking about, where you could kind of oh, see the backs of everyone. Yeah, Peacemaker. Oh, where they just like, kind of was it that bad? When no, just standing you could see them. The that's camera. the problem. Yes. You could see them here. That's the problem. And all then, right. and then you, and then you have Groot. He's like on steroids all of a sudden, which is fine because that's gonna pay off in the next one. But um, you know, no, yeah, what what a waste. I mean, I mean, the whole the whole thing with the Russell Crowe that was that was a cute bit, but it buried the entire yeah. gods like. So you're telling me that now, whenever the gods have to be serious, or or whenever they're central to the plot in in a in a tone that's more dramatic, what are we gonna we're gonna have to go back to this movie? It's like, look, they're all clowns. It's a big clown show, right? And it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, boy. come on, you know? It's a good point. Um, <laughs> the the little kids having power all of a sudden, becoming mini gods for like the last thir- the third act of the movie was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, there was this sh- very now, now here. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind it because I'm a big GNR okay. fan. But there is there was a very unhealthy obsession with Guns N' Roses in this fucking movie because <laughs> really? I don't know how much Taiki Waikiki paid Axl Rose, but he, I know it was a shitload of money because the entire soundtrack is Guns N' Roses pretty much. Ah, um, uh, okay. That, that yeah. Disney money. Oh well, fuck right? it. I mean, that's what happens when you have yes men around you. 
Um, and here's the thing about that movie before I move on. So they talk shit about that movie, right? Because it really wasn't that good. And Taika Waikiki mm-hmm. threw a fit and he, he bolted. He bounced. He's not coming back. He's like, okay, okay. Well, I'm gone. That's probably fine, right? You know, the thing that pissed me off is that he shot a scene with the Grandmaster, Jeff Goldblum, right? There's a scene that mm-hmm. exists. And he was so oh. petty. He was so petty okay. about the the reception of this movie that he's like, no, if it's not in the movie, it shouldn't be. It doesn't complete the story. So I'm not even going to put it as the extra of the Blu-ray. So it doesn't. So it exists, oh, but it's man, not available. Man, that's, that's wrong. I, that's I think wrong. there was also another scene with Peter Dinklage, too. So there's two scenes that yeah, are, you know, and what the fuck? That okay. could made for a better movie. Um. So anyway, so that's um. then we have the Munsters. That's another fucking piece of shit. Uh oh, there now you go, Brian. Now that's another one <laughs> where you have to, you have to thread lightly in the world of the internet, right? Because there's a lot of Rob Zombie aficionados. Sure. sure. That 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 they're they're what I like to call the Phantom Menace syndrome, where they'll watch a movie, <laughs> they know it's shit, but their brain will not allow themselves to register as shit. Yeah. So they right. they justify it, right? Cognitive dissonance is what we call it in our world. Um, the mind virus. Yes. So this movie was I don't even know what to make of it because it who are who were you what were you wanted to accomplish with this? Who who are you trying to serve with this movie? You were not gonna Himself. serve exactly. <clears throat> you were not gonna serve the, the the fans of the original yeah. show because this is not what it was, and you were not gonna serve the fans of the of Rob Zombie because that's not what it was either. And it was one of those movies that just went on forever. Like I, I think I saw like forty minutes of it, and I thought it was like a three-hour movie. Man, I was like, <laughs> it was it was pretty long. It was. Pretty Am I long. watching Avatar again? What's going on here? Um, so yeah, no, that that movie fucking sucked, man. You Brian. know what he should have did? He should have took money out of his own pocket and paid uh-huh. for for his own production of a short film version instead of getting all the rights and. Spending what was it like forty million dollars or fifty oh, million dollars to make this shit? It did, this movie didn't cost that much. It I'm looked like it was made positive. in his garage. So now, so <laughs> it's his fault that I can't share my account with my friends anymore. That motherfucker! Oh no, that's Damn a problem. <laughs> that's that's not good. That's not good. Uh, the next one would be Firestarter. This movie yeah, was four to tears, man. Well deserved. This, this fucking movie was boring and it was heartless. Yeah. Um, there was a scene, there's a character here that I don't think is in the original, the the big, he's like a Native American guy, right? Um, and oh, he also, okay. He also oh, has from, that power. Uh, Blood Quantum, that guy? Yeah, he also has that power. And there's okay. and, and the, and the yep. lady that wants to kind of uh, get the little girl, she goes up to him and she tells mm-hmm. him, and he's retired. He don't want to ever do this shit no more. Right, right, and he's, right. And then, and then, uh, but he's got he's he's doing that thing where like I guess in his brain he wants to be a killer and he's trying to so anyways she blackmails him into going after this little girl without anything there is no leverage mm-hmm. there's nothing in the <laughs> scene just, where like she's like you're gonna do it or else and that's the they only don't think so. yeah or else and then, and this guy's like oh jocks all right and then and and he's always <laughs> the entire movie he's against his will but there's no leverage there to keep them going forward. Right. And it fucking pissed me the fuck off. Cause makes, like, dude, makes no sense. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so no, that real, fuck fire real, real quick, Lance, uh, yeah. the movie's budget was rumored to be $40 million, but Rob Zombie said that was untrue, but the budget is undisclosed. 
Wow. So I was I 60 know. million then. <laughs> Yikes. Either way, it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, okay, so the next one, we got Jeepers Creepers Reborn. You guys said uh, everything there needs to that's be on, That's on a lot of lists. What that's a, a shitty lot of fucking movie, man. How do you get yeah, like they, a... they, they use Marvel's green screen room for that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they forgot to shut up they? the green screen. That's the problem. <laughs> um, there, there, there's some... There's the beginning of this movie, is, it's about a good 15-minute sequence, and it leads to nothing right? for the rest of the movie. Like, what the fuck? Oh, um, man. Also, um... Uh, th- that's such an iconic character. I know there's history with the director and he's a pedophile and shit like that. But the, but the, the the actual character, that's a pretty popular character, right? So for mm-hmm. him to get bastardized mm-hmm. in a film like this was really tragic. Um, mm. Then uh, I got I got three more. Then it would be Pray for the Devil, which I think was another one of Philip's picks mm-hmm. last week. That was just boring, man. It was just so yeah. uninspired. Yeah. And the, the, <laughs> The thing about me is that I, I got the AMC Stubbs car shit and I gotta use it. Or I else, did too. You know? <laughs> so I go to these fucking yeah. movies, even though, even though I don't want to. Let's be real about it. But yeah, I should I should really be thinking like that because that's gonna that defeats the purpose. But sometimes I do it. Um, so this is one of those movies, and then you know there's a blonde nun, which I don't even think that was possible, but sure. for whatever reason there is. Um, right. Yeah. About that her, too. Her. Her like, hair was clear, clearly dyed blonde. I didn't know <laughs> nuns were allowed to do that. But she's like, she gets she gets approval to do like these exorcisms and mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of weird shit. But at the end, it leads to nothing because the third act is so boring and uninspired. Because the thing is that you have two acts to help us connect to these characters and they failed. So so all you're doing up to a certain point is waiting for this fucking movie to end. And when it does, you just feel like you just wasted your time. So Pray for the right. Devil was, was my next one. Then these, these next two were... It's number it's, it's number two, and then it's like a big old space, and then my worst fucking movie. So, <laughs> okay. so number two would be they them. That's my number two. Yeah, that, that another, was a another, another very too. uninspired movie. I don't like right. the fact that this was promoted at a, as a lot of things, and none of them came mm-hmm. true. One of right. them was yeah. this awesome, just fun slasher movie, and really what it was, it was like a like a public announcement. We'll just say that. And also, mm-hmm. it was a drama, really, with with like, like sprinkles of like kills here and there. Um, you know, Kevin Bacon. You know, he was looking to buy in that new house of his with that money. He didn't give a fuck. You know, he was just kind of like, the let one, me let me cash let me cash out here. Um, the one that the one that's bigger on the inside when you measure it than the outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, lo- the loaded weapon one, the right uh, with the with the little Emilio. Um, and my number one. Now, this movie is gonna go down. This is this is Black Christmas level hate at this point. Um, I'm talking about Halloween ends. Oh, like, and, and you know what? I I unloaded my yeah. gun with it. There's nothing. <laughs> yes. I don't, you know what? I don't have it in me anymore. Yes. I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't have okay. it in me. Um, all, all the all the justification for this movie, all the praise. It's all denial. I haven't I haven't heard one person come at me with a legitimate reason why this movie is any good other than just being in denial. Uh, the the poor defense of oh it's you know what you know what bothers me about about some of these uh, internet feedback is it tries something different. When they're trying something different, correlate with it, it being though? good. Like that, there's this there's this idea now that oh you think outside the box. That means we have to respect that. No, we don't. If it sucks, it fucking sucks. And Halloween ends fucking <laughs> suck. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, so so that that that's one of the biggest praises this movie gets. It tries something good. That's fine, but don't promote it as a trilogy that's gonna make sense when you watch it back to back to back. Because that's not what this is. Not this, at all. Not at all. This is these motherfuckers having free reign. Um, and, and David Gordon yes, Green has yes, gone on record. Around. <laughs> David it definitely Green... seemed like not a Halloween movie that got slapped with a Halloween label. Yeah, is this Hellraiser? What the fuck? I mean, yeah, you're right. Oh. Um, and then and then there's like not only that. So 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 that's one issue, right? Then we have issues with like not even not even following your own rules. Like, how okay. is it that this motherfucker withstood a whole town whooping his ass, and then this fucking nerd, whatever <laughs> Richie Cun- Richie Cunningham or whatever the fuck his name was, he fucking takes him down, like you know, and and takes his mask off. I know he's right. all beat up and shit, but you know, come on, it's Michael Myers here. Yeah, that's not so accessible, that, man. So there was things that 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 were that happened to serve the plot, and and I hate when they do that. It's like fucking follow your own rules if you're gonna establish them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that ending's fucking stupid. You build up this Richie Cunningham guy for fucking weeks or a whole fucking movie, and then all of a sudden he gets he gets one in the neck and he's done. No, he gets yeah. stomped on too. I forgot. He gets a boot to the head as well. Uh, you know what was fucked up though. What's it's it? like it's like Devin Gordon Green's like you know what I fucked up this this franchise, but if I can't have it, no one can because he fucking kills no. he kills Michael Myers. Like there's no way to bring this motherfucker well, back unless true. you're gonna start over again, which I'm yeah. sure they probably will. I but hope um, so. I don't know. This was resurrection level bad, yeah. man. It you was know? pretty bad. I agree, man. That was my worst as well, as you know. And so that that was my 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 bottom ten of the year. Just fucking, I'll never watch any of these again. I'll All right, admit. let's uh let's cleanse our palate, man. Come on, <laughs> you're killing, you're breaking us down. Okay, so really quick, I'm gonna go to, through my tops. Okay, honorable mentions. I got Old Man with uh with Stephen okay. Lang. I really mm-hmm. loved that movie. I loved it. Um, and it was what is it? It's, it's two actors in a, in a little in a little cabin or whatever, right? It was yeah. that, Seemed like it was a difficult challenge, but they, but they pulled it. Um, I love Bullet Train. I thought that was such a great time at the movies. Um, I, again, sad, the sadness. The sadness got bumped, but it was it was hovering in my top ten for a while. Um, I really like Violent Night as well. Now, <laughs> now I love Violent Night. Don't get me wrong. Great movie. But did you guys feel that it never really took it to that third gear? Like... I felt like it was about to, then something would happen, and then it would pull back a little bit, and then it would start again. We never, we never saw like that real, true bonker scene that that premise kind of calls for. We just never did. I mean, there's that whole chimney scene, which was pretty cool, but that was just you know one actor, John Leguizamo, who's getting all kinds of paydays, by the way. God bless him for that. Um, I saw. Um, I really now this is this is what might get me a little heat here, but that's fine. Um, I like I like bones and all. I really did. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I don't I don't like the yeah. people that say you know when people say nothing was happening. It's like what do you mean? You could follow right. the storyline of what's going on, you know? Yeah. I, I, uh, I thought they hit that whole young adult mix with a lot of gore and horror. I thought they hit it perfectly. Like the tone, it could have easily been really unbalanced, but the way uh, that filmmaker did it, I thought it worked. And then of course there's that creepy guy. What's his name? The one that was stalking the the protagonist? Oh, uh, Sully. Yeah, Sully. Sully, that motherfucker was creepy. Um, yeah, and I thought I thought they they, <laughs> they kind of built up that that kind of world up the 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 eaters yeah. and the, the rules that they I have. That. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. smell you could sense them like you know, um, 
Run Sweetheart Run was another one that I really enjoyed. Yep. For the premise being so simple, I thought mm-hmm. it was a, a great little story. And, and it was, you know, beginning to end, it was very entertaining. Um, and then uh, Deathstream, of course, you guys talked about it last week. I really liked Deathstream a lot. Uh, Deathstream and The Sadness both kind of remind me of like a Sam Raimi kind of early Peter Jackson vibe. You know? Oh, I love, yeah. I love both I like it. Like I like it. A movie that I saw that, that I don't know if you guys have seen is The Leech. Did you guys get to see The Leech? Mm-hmm. I saw Lance The Leech. Yeah, with the, okay. the priest that, that, yes. that uh, that's, oh, son, you can come stay at my home. <laughs> the Lord <laughs> the Lord rewards those who help others out. <laughs> Lance, <laughs> what did you think of it? He very well, did he? Oh. I liked it, man. I loved it. I liked the way that it was that slow. It was kind of like that slow burn. Where the guy gets it get like he gets away with this, so now he pushes to this, and then he gets away with, and then all of a sudden his chick shows up, and then now they're both pushing him, and then like the turnaround at the end, like was like what was gonna? I don't want to give anything away because it's a pretty new movie, but yeah. like that point at the end, I was kind of like on the fence: is he gonna do it or is he not gonna do it? You know, so it, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed and the, it. And the whole gaslighting aspect of it and him fighting with his own religion. Sure, religion. sure. I loved it. Yes. I loved it. That's like the like, whole Jeremy Garner. Because they always, that bunch uh-huh. of, that crew always done, they always do a bunch of movies together, right? So mm-hmm. they have a bunch of movies out. Oh, yeah. and, and they're always pretty good. Okay, so that's, I think that's it for my honorable mentions. Now, um, okay, no, no, no. I, I got one more. And this was hard to take out. But The Black, the black Phone? No. That's a little higher okay. on my list. Um, oh, I had, I, okay. My top, I, my number ten. I had to choose between two movies, and it was hard. But I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna do it right here, live on the air. I had All to choose right. either Nope or Barbarian, and I'm gonna go with oh, Nope. That so far bar- down? Oh, yes. Both because All both right. of them, I have issues with both of them. But Kiki no, Palmer. fair enough. Yes, Kiki Palmer is one Stop of the it. issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my issue with Barbarian is that it was a great film, right? But a lot of it is so yeah. much. Are, are, is this going to become like the modern, like like the Sixth Sense, like because I don't know if the impact is going to be as felt in repeated viewings, right? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I see what, so, I see so what you're saying. When, yeah. I, I saw his opening weekend, and I was like, "Holy!" I didn't even know. I yeah. didn't even. Right. Yeah, Justin Long's in it for the people that never seen it. Um, yeah. I didn't even know he was in it, and that in itself like popped me when I saw that because yeah. I'm a huge. It fan got of me too. Movie. It got me too. Because, yeah. you know, whenever he's in one of these movies, he's going to bite it. I don't think he's ever come out of any of these movies alive. Um, <laughs> and so and so um, so once he's in it, that's cool. Right. And then and then you're a lot a lot of the a, a lot of the hype behind this film is the storyline and, and, and what, what drives it. And once you see it once, I don't know how much the impact is mm-hmm. going to be there. Right. Although although the third okay. act, it is filled with a lot of like high tension moments that, that give you some. Um, yeah. A repeat but value, you, but now, now, now we know how they're going to end out, though. So, yes, that, yeah. yeah. So that, that, that could hurt. I, I, yeah. Well, what did you guys think of the um of the backstory? Did you guys think it revealed too much with uh with Richard Blake? I no, liked it. I don't. I don't think it revealed enough. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of. I'd, I'd like to. Just... I'd like to see that movie. I'd like to see that movie. Yeah, yeah. I do like that shot where he's going into his car with the trunk and then it comes back and it's like it goes from the old neighborhood to like back in the day. That was pretty cool. Um, so my number 10 is Nope, right? Now, I, I have issues with this movie, too. I think the third act's a little sh- like I'm not really convinced, but it was it was still okay. I, I like the I like the message of it. I like the acting. 
I like the, the first act is like all fucking Tarantino-ish dialogue, which I thought was cool. It's just kind of introducing you to the characters. And it's mm-hmm. like what distinguishes great writing from poor writing is like you're, you're getting to really get to know the characters and you're relating to them. And, you know, it's like you're kind of watching, you're kind of kicking back with them, which is great. So um, I thought the middle part where they're trying to get the, the, the alien so that they could, you know, take a film of him and then like sell it and become famous. I thought that was also really good. That's really where the meat of the of the action comes in. I thought Michael Wincott getting a payday was awesome because I'm a huge fan of The Crow. So okay. hence my name, Draven. So seeing him come <laughs> up with his raspy voice is always a plus in my right. book. Um so um so yeah so nope is my is my number ten Jordan Peele did another great job I don't think he's ever done a bad movie um, a little overhyped maybe but he's never done a bad movie uh, my number nine is Prey bringing the Predator back to where it fucking belongs you know yeah. bringing him back okay. it's you a know good one. going back to the fundamentals you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and, and and just um the, just the, the way the way they build the action scenes. You know, they they did have some fan service shit with like, you know, the whole, uh, what is it? If it bleeds, we could kill it line or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they had the gun, which I don't know. <laughs> I think I think when you see that gun, I imagine that um, they're not those people. Other other priors came back and took them out to get their gun back. I don't know what happened there, but something happened. Um, so Prey was pretty awesome. Then we have X. I love X. I thought that, that that movie was like old school Grindhouse from the 70s. You know, just everybody yeah. always says, I want to make a movie like Grindhousey from the 70s. Fucking Ty West did it. Just that not, nothing really happens. You get into the characters, but there's that sense of dread around the entire movie. You know what I'm saying? And mm. and just how the kills start kind of escalating as, as the movie goes along. And also... Um, how Pearl kind of starts to just, you know, show her true colors as the movie goes along. And so many unanswered questions, too, which I like. Uh, th- that's what those Grindhouse movies were, because back in the day, it wasn't like the filmmakers had this big plan. They just have they didn't, they just didn't have any money. So it was all very basic. And so you're left with all these questions like, what the fuck? What was the motivation behind that? Um, so that was my my number eight. Uh, my number seven was The Black Phone. <laughs> very good. All right. Now, now tell Lance why he's wrong. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons why he's wrong. Um, so, so no, this, I thought this movie was All right, very go for original. It, man. I'm listening. I mean, I'm not gonna try to change your mind, Lance. You've already made up your mind. Um, but, okay. But, but you're I not gonna got, tell I, me to step back, wind up, make a pitch, hit the bad guy, and run out the door. Well, we've done that many times, and it does nothing. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like you're like Luke Skywalker at fucking what was it in the the Last Jedi, where we fucking blast you with everything we have. And then you just dust off your shoulder, you know. So, um, no, but I thought I thought this movie was very original. I mean, what 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 is in there to like about this movie? It's like it's got that Amblin Entertainment vibe to it, you know. It's got fucking Ethan Hawke being creepy as fuck, you know. The, the, this man has no ego whatsoever because he was like, "I'm gonna make an entire movie, and you're not gonna see my face." But with his body, he's mm-hmm. doing all that performance. Um. I don't know about the brother though. That that storyline kind of. Th- How is it that this guy th- did all that shit and the fucking brother is like he doesn't know what the fuck is going on? I know he was high on fucking cocaine uh, half the time. I was that about is- to say cocaine's a hell of a <laughs> That's drug. <right>. Hell of a drug. <laughs> now, th- now there is a part of this movie that really pissed me off for the wrong reasons. I was having yeah. a great time with this movie. There, there's certain movies where I'm just captivated, right? Because it's so original, um, and and I'm really into the the world that they're in. But when the kid breaks out, when when Ethan Hawke is asleep, like mm-hmm. the time doesn't match. 
Like, it takes forever to get out of your uh, fucking house, okay. get in the van, okay, start the truck, even... and fucking take off. But right. the way the kid ran out, all that shit happens, and the kid's only, like, fucking, he barely passed the, the yard. He's barely passed the fucking front of the house. And I'm like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here with this shit, you know? And, and so that almost lost me. That rocked me a little bit, but I came right. back. They got me back, though. I love okay. how all the kids, like, the way they used the kids, right? The way the kids were guiding him through the phone. Um, there's a lot to be said on, like, there's metaphors here. Um, I, I love how, how like, in a way, how tragic the Ethan Hawke character, I, he, he never gets the name, right? What is he, like, the trapper or the whatever? The grabber. The, 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 the grabber. Grab. Yeah, they, they never, so so he goes unexplored again. That's the kind of shit that I like. Right. What's wrong with this guy? Why is he so, how has he been living like this for years? Because this sure. motherfucker has money. He's got two properties. You know what I'm saying? So we know he's got money. Um, <laughs> and and so, no, I, I really fucking love this. And his brother buys a shitload of cocaine. They got money. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were selling dope the entire time. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's the backstory. Um, now, no, and, and then I, I really would love to see, like, just how, like, an entire story of, like, that fucking creepy van that he drove around. Like, just, you know, mm-hmm. s- somebody being stalked by that van. That was also creepy. And that's really not part of the movie, but, you know, I wish we had we would have seen more of that. But, no, the black phone was awesome, man. And you could watch it over and over again. And I felt like, the other than when he fucking ran out and, you know, ran three steps while this motherfucker got in the van and, and, and you know, all that shit. Found the keys and threw mm-hmm. on some shoes and shit. Right, right. Um, that's why I the kid was a pitcher, not an outfielder. <laughs> he, he didn't have that speed. But he didn't have no speed whatsoever, man. Um, what about if Ethan Hawke would have tripped? What about if he, the fucking brother would have been so high he lost the keys to the van? Was he just going to come out like that with the fuck with shirtless? With, with a fucking mask on? Um, and, and I like how the neighbors didn't know shit either. And this has been going on for like right. at least a year, right? Um, yeah, two different oh, houses. And I thought that one dude, uh, the guy from Lost, what's his name? Um, the one that was the dad, he had a mullet in this movie. Uh, oh, the Saving, Saving Private Ryan guy, the coward in Saving Private Ryan. Mm. Um, he um, he did great as the dad. And then uh, I thought the little girl was phenomenal. Her acting was great. I mean, all these fucking things. Uh, I like how all the kids had their own little character to them. Like, it wasn't just these throwaway, like, two-dimensional characters. Like, for the little time they were on screen during the flashbacks where we got to see them alive, like, they had characters to them. You had that guy that liked to fight. You had that smart kid. I mean, they all had something about them that when you put it together, helped kill fucking Ethan Hawke's character, which was awesome. See, there's payoffs here, Lance. What the fuck's your problem? Um, <laughs> all right. What's your next one? <laughs> all right. Where the fuck are we at? Oh, yeah. My next one is Smile. I like Smile. A lot. Nice. All right. I don't think we all agree. Any... We're all in agreement again. We're all smiling again. Now, was it in any of all of your all top? I don't remember. Maybe I was, you know. Um, it was anyway. in mine. Okay. I don't think I put yes. it in mine, but it was a good movie. The only, top the, five. the only thing to me as being a snob of all this bullshit that, mm-hmm. that, that frustrated me from time to time was that it did rely on the, on the, on the false scares way too much. Like, little, like little jump scare, huh? The little jump scares that were not earned. Yeah. Um, right. Like, right. Like half of the movie is that right. And then but and I, dream sequence stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That shit gets annoying after a while. Um, right. But I, I love the mythology. I think, I think this has sequel potential written all over. I love, 
it's 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 one of those movies that the curse kind of follows you. You know, we've seen that done before, right? It, the, the the person that grabs sure. it or sees something, they have to now deal with all this shit and they have to pass it on to the next person, et cetera, et cetera. We've seen that. I love the ending. I love the struggle of uh, the lead character uh, because she was going through some psychological issues herself. So I love all this shit. You know, it was it was one of those played out metaphors for grieve, right? The grieving mm-hmm. thing, which I think is getting played out, by the way, in Hollywood. We've seen a lot of that fucking grieving shit already. Um, it was cool in the beginning, but now it's getting played out. So, um, so yeah, so that was Smile. Okay. Okay. Then we have now this movie was fucking awesome. I want to. I've only seen it once. I want to see it again. The Menu. I fucking. Ah, I, yeah. I okay. love this fucking. All movie. right, good one. It's on uh, HBO Max now. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna check out again. Um, I lo- again, I love, I love the metaphor of this movie. You know, because at the end of the day, you could, you you could come at me with all that bougie shit, but I just want mm-hmm. a fucking cheeseburger, man. That's all right. I really want. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love, I love the the motivation of the of the lead of the I guess you would say the the the, the lead bad guy. Um, how right. you lose all your passion because everything around you just gets so fake, right? And everything, mm-hmm. there, there's no purity there anymore. So I loved all that. I, I love how we're revealing things little by little. Uh, John Leguizamo's also in this one, uh, and so he that is. was yeah. He is. <laughs> There's a lot of tension in this movie, which is good. So if people haven't seen it, it's on HBO Max. Check it out. Uh, then this one was just fun. I had a fucking great time. Bodies, bodies, bodies. I, oh yeah, I, I fucking love this movie, man. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when we get the reveal. Now I know there's yes. a lot of people that have said, "Oh, I knew the no, reveal." Don't say. <laughs> Who hasn't seen it? Okay. I've seen Ryan, it. have you seen it? Philip? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I saw it. It's oh, okay. For, well, yeah. it, it's been out for a while. Spoilers. We'll a minor spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, spoilers, well, I, spoilers, I didn't say spoilers. anything, though. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, th- I, thought, I thought all the, uh, you know, it played against, it subverted your expectations. You know, you're thinking, oh, right. this person's doing it. Just the yeah. way it kept you guessing. And it was like an old school slasher film. You know, this was a great fucking movie, and it was—I think it was somewhat original. You know, I mean, it's hard mm-hmm. to be original with that with that concept. Very true. Very and and true. somehow they found a way to do it, because it all came down to one dude just fucking up, and that was that started the <laughs> entire shit. Um, it was a then, great then, reveal. <laughs> yeah. Then we had one that I don't think you guys ever saw, uh, the Retaliators. You guys never saw that one, huh? Uh, uh-uh. never I saw really it. Let me let me look it up right now. You go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, again. It's it's kind of reminiscent of like you know, uh, Big Bad Wolf from years ago. You know where? Yes. Okay. Um, somebody is going after uh, what they perceive to be uh, the killer of of one of their loved ones, and this movie is so bonkers that that's all I could say because it just takes all these fucking oh, wow. weird ass turns. Um, and I never even heard of this one, dude. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll be streaming soon. Um, okay. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of mixture of genres. You know, you have you have like fucking drama there. You have like like zombie horror later on. You have all kinds of shit. And it was just fun and original. So that's the one that that I'm gonna put at my number three. Now my uh, number I'm gonna, two. I'm gonna watch this this week if I can find it. Right? I'll just rent it. Yeah, it deserves it. Now okay. number two is that little engine that could that Cinderella story known as Terrifier Two. I fucking oh. love this. Movie, right? <laughs> That was on your list, Brian. Yes. Um, I saw it opening day at the theater. And, you know, you see that runtime and it scares you a little bit, don't it? Like, you see it like, come on. There's no fucking way that a movie at this level with this kind of themes and concepts requires two and a half hour runtime. There's no way. So it's going to be pretentious. 
It's going to fucking get weird when you're seeing it with people that are expecting an hour and a half fucking slasher movie. Um, and, sure, and, sure. and But no, we sat down, you know, packed house, and everybody had a good time, and those two and a half hours fucking ran fast. You know, I mean, I think the third act, I think it has one of those, like, um, continue. you know, some movies fall into that trap where they kill the monster like 30 times before the movie ends. Oh, yeah. Of I course, think this movie kind of, of falls into that trap a little bit. But, okay. but besides that, I mean, it's just just a great movie um, introducing a new kind of like a new icon, right? A new monster that I think we needed. I think Megan and, and Art the Clown are the two big revelations of the last six, seven months where people are going to be able to monetize them now, unfortunately. Or oh, fortunately yeah. for us. <laughs> when we're in part seven, right. so either of these movies, get back to me and see okay. where we're at. Um, All right. And so that was that was so that was my number two. And then my number one. And this is just a fucking great movie all throughout. I, I was watching it and my, my jaw was dropping the whole time for different reasons. Pearl. I fucking love Pearl. Mm. And, okay, maybe cool. and maybe cool. it resonated with me because this is my, you know, uh, I'm a therapist. That's what I do for a living. So I see mm-hmm. a lot of people with behavior problems. I see a lot of females with behavior problems. And the details, the details from the escalation of mood to the to the justification to, to the internal dialogue, I was like, holy shit, like, this is all spot on shit, right? Like, just, um, and, and so maybe I'm biased in that sense, but I thought this was a great fucking movie, and I, and I thought the way it was shot, and to me, I'm thinking, dude, Ty West shot this in his spare time, because just because he had the crew there from right. X, and yeah, I'm like, this was amazing. a masterpiece, dude, like, <clears throat> you know, um, and the fact that it was the same, like, ranch, the same little location, uh, there was metaphors up the ass there with the fucking rotting pig in the doorstep. Like, this was a great fucking movie, man. And I think this is this is in my top ten just movies in general, not just horror movies. This is a really good fucking nice. movie. Nice. Okay. And then and Mia Goth's performance, like, you know, it sucks that she's in the horror genre and, you know, they tend to go unrecognized. But it was still a mm-hmm. fucking good performance. Um, right, right. I love that ending where she's just kind of looking at the camera and like faking that smile and you know very evilish. So mm-hmm. I'm, re- you know, write me down for <laughs> Maxine because I'll be there opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's right. it. Those are my top ten. Some good ones, man. And yeah. and, and the black and the black phone. <laughs> <laughs> Movie's fantastic. It's on Amazon Prime, right. Lance. If you want to watch it again. All right. I'll check it out again. In the meantime, I'm gonna check out the Retaliators. I thought you said uh, you tried to check it out twice, right? You, you didn't you give the black phone? Yeah, I did. I did. I tried to find time to watch the black phone again. So I, I, I can I'll give you guys my word that I'll I'll watch it again. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially if it's on Prime. This, Why not? This year? <laughs> uh, probably, probably. So Brian, are there any headlines this week? Uh, we got some headlines since we haven't done this in, I don't know, about a month. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of holidays. We will start with, uh, this was a no-brainer. Actually, it, it wasn't a no-brainer because uh, last week um, there was a little rights issue with the Wednesday show. Ah, uh, there was that's rumors right. That it, was gonna, that. it was going to go back to Amazon. Our second season was going to go to Amazon because Amazon bought MGM and they own the rights to the Adams family. Apparently, the, they must have uh, settled some kind of dispute because uh, Netflix officially announced uh, Wednesday season two. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
Tim Blake Nelson uh, joins the cast of Doom Part 2 in an undisclosed role, which is interesting because they already mm. started production. Okay. I was going to say, aren't they, like, shouldn't they be done with that by now? <laughs> yeah, they. I think they're almost done. He's also uh, coming see. back to the MCU, right? Yeah, as uh, the the leader. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. what is it, uh, 15, 16 years, uh, almost 20 years after he originally started that character. Yeah, from the Ed Norton Hulk movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, according to James Wan, the next Conjuring 4 movie might be the final one in the franchise, which is probably because uh, he's no longer with Universal. Mm. That might be a good thing. They don't want to keep going on yeah, that. Yeah, dies. finish it up. Yeah. <laughs> Lance, this is right up your alley. Uh, Darren Aronofsky is working on a Black Swan musical. <laughs> like a Broadway I'll, musical or I'll like put there. on film? A <laughs> uh, Broadway musical. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pedro, we got to get tickets, man. If we can meet in Salem. <laughs> <laughs> we can meet in, in Manhattan. Come on. I went in for that black we'll, musical. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll meet up with Jason and uh and and the and the scream the scream killer when we're in Manhattan, <laughs> right? Uh, Jason Blum uh, says not to get your hopes high on Freaky Death Day happening anytime soon. Uh, there was oh, a lot no. of rumors of a crossover movie. Okay. Both actresses wanted to do it, but he said, don't get your hopes up anytime soon. But he said, uh, you never know. So Okay. Are you are you referring to Vince Vaughn as an actress in this case? I hope so. No. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was talking about the female actresses. Uh, all right. Vince Vaughn died, uh, didn't he? What? No, like in the movie. Oh, shit. Okay, God damn it. Don't do that to me, dude. Don't do that to me. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. Well, Pedro, we Sorry, know Michael's going Mike, to come back somehow. Am I right? I don't know how after the, Even that, after that, that beat grinder. That, that atrocity. It's a bunch of little mini Michaels. The pieces yes. of it. <laughs> like, like the evil dead. Yeah. yeah, like the subspecies movies. They did that, too. Right? Oh, no. All right. Uh, I'm trying to make sure if there's anything else. Uh, the new movie, 65. Have you guys seen that trailer with uh, Kylo Ren? Uh-uh. No. No. It's kind of futuristic, kind of like... I heard like it. They, go, it. they land on a planet. To, it's one of those movies where they're looking for another planet to live on. And he lands on the planet, and there's dinosaurs and shit. It kind of looks like oh, maybe <laughs> 65 million years ago we we landed right. here, and something happened to where we were lost all technology. Mm. Oh, he's, he's, Philip, that's right up your alley. That is right up my alley. That's interesting. <laughs> well, it originally was supposed to come out later in March, but it changed its release date to March 17th. Uh, check out the trailer, Phil. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the feel I get. Yeah, I saw maybe. a picture of it and read a little synopsis. It looks hmm. cool. Yeah. And I like Kylo Ren as an actor, man. He's pretty good. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, he was good in that white Frank, noise movie. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Uh Frank Grillo could possibly return for the purge six. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Hey, anytime he gets a payday, I'm on board. Put a board. fucking fork in it. Yeah, but put a fork in the purge, guys. Come on. Yeah. Really? Go out with a bang. Like, that last one kind of sucked. Jason Blum doesn't want to give us these crossovers, which would be <laughs> original, but he gives us more purge right. movies. Come on, yeah. man. <laughs> hey. Uh, Fede Alvarez's alien film is uh, set to begin filming uh, in a couple months. Okay. Looks like. But we don't know like where this fits in. Allegedly. No, it's okay. supposed to be a, a original story. I don't think they're okay. rehashing the so Ellen like Ripley start overs kind of. Yeah, they, I, they, I don't know. If they, they go they, the predator route, they might be able to salvage it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Do we got anything else? Uh, Showtime's already renewed Yellow Jackets for a third season before the second season even comes out. I was going to say the second season hasn't yeah, come out yet. Starts. Wow. Okay. But that kind of that, that kind of worries me more because they got to give us March. something in the second season, man. I mean, right. the, that that first season, I know it got over and so. people were fucking losing their shit and all that, but they didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, like from from the pilot all the way to the last episode, like we didn't learn right. anything. You know, it was so give us a little sum for the second season, That's even though I'm enough. concerned because now that they yeah, have a third season, enough. they got to stretch right. stretch this shit out even more. Right. They tried to lost us. Uh, Chloe Acuno, who uh, lasted The Watcher, or Watcher, um, she's going to direct the next Fair Street movie for Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I like those movies. Yeah. Uh, Greg Nicotero, a lot of people, awesome effects guy. A lot of people recently know him from The Walking Dead. Uh, he wants to remake The Keep, Michael Mann's The Keep, but may be more original to, I guess, the book. All right. He's got a thousand shows that he's supervising, but good luck to him. A <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, couple things. A couple more things. Uh, James Wan wants to remake Chopping Mall and Night of the Creek. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now that's a remake. That that would work, right, Pedro? That'd be fine. I mean, I mean, with the technology today, I guess it could. Right? I mean, <laughs> Philip, what do you think? You down? Yeah, I'll watch it. I, hey, I'll, I'll watch anything that James Wan does. I even get duped into watching his produced bullshit most of the time. <laughs> that, that's what I was going to say. I'm I'm down if he's actually the one yeah. remaking them, not his company. Now, yes, um, we do. kids don't go to the malls anymore, though. How are they going to work their way around that? That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a throwback. <laughs> right. Did we lose Lance? No, I'm, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay, we can hear you. Okay, yeah, no, and I just, last... uh, I'm getting a slow slow speed, so I turned off the video for a minute. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and lastly, uh, the new Exorcist film had to stop production because of health reasons with uh, main star Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, and it was also because uh, God went down and said, don't fuck this shit I, up. I was going to say, it must be a curse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From what I understand, it's not an illness to where they had to recast, um, but they just had to shut down production. So, okay. And we last seen Leslie Odom Jr. in Glass Onion. He was the the mm-hmm. scientist. So great movie. And I think that's it. Uh, we'll get new trailers for. We'll get a new trailer for Ari Aster's uh, next film, uh, 
Bo is Afraid, which was retitled <laughs> yeah, from the Disappointment Boulevard. So, uh, <laughs> right. new trailer for that coming uh, next week. Okay. Check it out. But in the in the meantime, uh, Pedro, you ready to go to the trailer park? Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay. So we'll uh, we're gonna bring you the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Uh, and I saw all three of these in the movie theater this week, which is nice. <laughs> so, uh, what's the first new trailer, Brian? Uh, the first one is a teaser, which, uh, just for future reference, I will not be watching anything after. No new. I was supposed to get a new trailer for this, okay. a full trailer, but I'm not going to watch it. I think this was perfectly fine for what it was, and that it was the teaser for Scream Six. A uh, quick synopsis. In the next installment, the survivors of ghost, of the Ghostface killings leave Woodsboro behind to start a fresh chapter in New York City. It's pretty much uh, the entire cast from the original, well, the ones that lived, are coming back, along with mm-hmm. Courtney Cox, no Nev Campbell. Hayden Panettiere will be returning as Kirby. And our girl, Samara Weaving, will be making an appearance along with uh, Tony Revolo, I don't know how to say his last name. <laughs> okay. What, is that the, 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 asshole from, the, the asshole from Spider-Man. Peter Parker's okay. uh, the guy oh, that Oh, I know who you're now. talking about. Flash, Flash. Yeah, yeah Tony. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay, I got you. Yeah, that, that guy. He'll, he'll, he'll uh, be a victim. Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> first victim. <laughs> Or, or Dylan McDermott, which one? Dermot <laughs> I can't tell they're, the difference. So. They're both they're both struggling for payday, so either one would right. help. Right. <laughs> uh, this is of course directed by uh, Radio Silence again. So now now let's okay. be real here. Let, let, let's go. I'm gonna go ahead and okay. I'm gonna go on record right now. Yeah, let's I'm, get real. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it where it counts. I'm gonna go ahead and okay. make a prediction right now. That and Uh-oh. this is my this is my wrestling mind going off right now because in wrestling they do this all the time. I'm gonna go ahead and say right now that Nev Campbell will be in this movie and and the fucking yeah. theater is gonna explode when she yeah, comes. She's the killer. <laughs> she's the killer. Uh, I don't know if she's gonna be the killer. Oh no, Ryan, that's no. a bold statement. I'm calling it right now. Oh I, shit! I, I, oh, I'm, I'm with you. He's I'm with you right, right now. <laughs> I'm with you, Pedro. When when she she gets revealed in the movie, the theater's gonna explode, and then she's gonna right. do a heel turn right, All right. there. Hey, wow. hey, I'll take it. At wow, this point, what else could you give us, right? At this point, what else could you give us? Yeah. As long as they don't spend the first two acts on a boat and then finally go to Man- <laughs> land in Manhattan. God damn it, you took that one from me. <laughs> And one more prediction. Sadly, I know we're we're all big friend, big fans of Samara. I wish we were big friends of Samara. We were big fans. But, uh, friend of the show, not yet. I we're think on she it. is going to be that one that gets killed in the in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Probably. Oh no. I don't think I don't oh. think she's got the mainstream appeal for that. They need somebody with a little more spunk okay. for that for that role. Maybe. I mean, she's, yeah, she's over with, with us. She's over with, with our community, but. I okay. think I think the the general public when they see her they'll be like oh shit it's yeah. Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Brian. They could, even, they could even bring that up in the movie since they're so meta anyway. Right? Yeah, they should. They should. 
All right. So there's a lot of predictions going on here. People went on a limb on this all show right. right here. So a little bit, yeah. A little yeah. bit. Brian's cool, going all in. Brian's going all in with Nev Campbell being the killer. That's a that's a little too much. All in. That's <laughs> all brave. Time. That's brave. Would not surprise me. You're that that exactly house. right. <laughs> it wouldn't be Brian. <laughs> any uh any I mean this is pretty much um from what I understand this is they, they said this is going to be the most violent movie out of the franchise they're up in the kills I've seen okay. some some uh photos of uh Ghostface holding a shotgun so uh, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm hoping we'll get a shotgun to the head a nice head explosion something okay, like that have to, right Call you're going to hold the shotgun and hook that up <laughs> Um, I, 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 the only thing I'm kind of wondering where they're going to go with is the whole, um, the, the main girl, not, not Jenna Ortega, but the, what was her name? Mm-hmm. Um, her sister. Yeah. With Jenna the Ortega's whole, sister. Let's just call her that. Melissa. I can't think of Ber- the actress's Berrera. name. Okay. Yeah. The, the whole, she still talks to her dead father that she's never met. Oh seen. yeah. Yeah. And my, yeah. my daughter pointed out. If she's never met him, why is he kind of? Why does he look like the the way he, he look just died? <laughs> smart girl, <laughs> smart kid. <laughs> so I, I'm just wondering where they're gonna go with that whole angle. You know, you know what? And they and they are so lucky. They could count their lucky stars on this one. They're so lucky that they didn't kill off Jenna Ortega right? because she's like she's in the stratosphere now. Yeah. So have they killed her off? Mm-hmm. For the from the last Absolutely, one. Absolutely, yeah. So now that that that's gonna help with the promotion of the movie because you know she's way over now, way more yeah. than she was oh, a year yeah. ago. That's true. Yeah, I like the I whole mean, subway they, scene killing thing. It looks pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean if they play their cards right with Jenna Ortega, she could be the new um, final girl for for the the franchise for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I but mean, keep in mind that that payola's gonna have to get a little a little higher, you know. You <laughs> they, oh, yeah. they, you're gonna, have, you're gonna yeah. have to add a couple more zeros on that paycheck. So right. uh, yeah, they have a found, problem with that. Found the new it girl. It's <laughs> it's it's paramount. They'll throw money at her. <laughs> All right. Uh, they wouldn't, but yeah, you're right. It's paramount. Yeah, Scream Six in theaters March 10th. All right, back like All the right. old school way where they were getting them once a year, like those Nightmare on Elm yeah. the thirteen movies, Just like like Santa Claus delivering <laughs> once a year, <laughs> once a year. All right, second trailer, Evil Dead Rise. We finally get the trailer. A quick synopsis: A twisted tale of two estranged sisters, whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh possessing demons thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they faced a nightmarish sorry got cut off nightmarish version of family the fam, of family imaginable makes no sense <laughs> uh this stars alicia sutherland lily Sil- silverstone though right we don't need her <laughs> no. no alicia silverstone she's still floating on a cabin somewhere in the middle of the ocean <laughs> yeah uh lily sullivan morgan davies neil fisher Jaden daniels and this is directed by Written and directed by Lee Cronin, who Lance he did the 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 hole the hole in the ground. Okay, <laughs> that was a good one. 
That's a good movie. Uh, have you seen that, Pedro? Yeah, yeah, no, I liked it. It's yeah. an Ir- Irish movie, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, I'm. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm. I'm all in. This is exactly okay. what I want. I mean, it, it's. It, I feel like you can continue to make these kind of movies. Just, just drop the Necronomicon in different scenarios and different locations, and just yeah. have a story like that. And just give me, give me the gores, give me the 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 just everything and. Um, that that the, I sent you guys the the red band trailer because uh, you didn't mm-hmm. get all the, the the head scalping and the cheese grater. <laughs> and oh, Lee Cronin, he's, he came out that. and said okay. the Lee Cronin came out and said that the what you saw in the red band trailer was only ten percent of what you're going to get in the movie. So oh, wow, uncomfortable they, chills. They, yes. they used Strong a lot of blood. They used a lot of blood uh, in the okay. filming of this. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard to top Fetty Alvarez's <laughs> version of this movie, but hey, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm mm-hmm. like you, Brian. I'm all in. I'm excited. This is probably my most ant- anticipated movie of the year. Um, just the fact that we're, you know, the trailer's just really one scene, right? Where the where the mom's kind of mm-hmm. breaking the eggs or mm-hmm. whatever, and then they just kind of stretch it out. So just, I always like that because that tells me that the filmmakers, there's a lot of, there's a lot they don't want you to see just yet. So the mm-hmm. fact that they mm-hmm. stretch out these scenes like that, um, there's a lot to come. And even in that scene, there's a lot of shit going on already. Um, when I first heard the concept of this movie, I was thinking like Demons 2, right? Like Demons 2 takes place yeah. in a big skyscraper and, or, or like a big apartment complex. Um, and that was all in then because I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. But now, I don't know, it seems like it's at a house, but there's other houses attached to it. Um so yeah, no, it's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be a great fucking time. So I'm gonna be there for yeah. sure. That's the, that's in April uh, or March. Uh, April. April. Okay. Wonderful. Yep. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna we're doing predictions tonight. We're gonna get a lot more uh, deadites throughout the movie because it's in an apartment complex. Oh yeah. Uh, um, I I don't I'm, I don't think it's just set in this one apartment. I think they're gonna get out and run into other Bruce scenarios. <laughs> Bruce Campbell okay. said uh, he, oh. yeah, I mean, he, he said he's not in it. He's just an executive producer, but I you never you never know what Bruce we know better pop than, up anywhere. Yeah, okay. Maybe a cameo <laughs> pop, at least. Papa's pizza rolls or whatever it was. <laughs> um, I mean, if he does come out, I mean the place is gonna explode, so yeah. it's gonna be yeah. uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> and especially I, if he's I, if he's the killer, Pedro. <laughs> And I'm looking forward to the performance of the main actress, the one that's being possessed, because she's uh-huh. just fucking creepy throughout the trailer. The the scene where right. she's just at at the peephole and said, mm-hmm. you know, open up, you know, and the the daughter's mm-hmm. like, you don't look so good, and she's like, ain't nothing but a kiss from you is gonna help. Mm-hmm. And then the, the scene man. at the end where she's like calling for her mom, and she's like, no, mommy's mm-hmm. with the maggots now. Maggots, yeah. <laughs> Brian's all in pretty on this rough. one. Look at him. I, I pretty rough. <laughs> so, yeah, this, uh, is, yeah. this is probably my most anticipated, too, man. I, I'm, I'm yeah. excited about this one. I'm a big, big Evil Dead fan, so I'll take and it. And I can totally, because originally this was supposed to be an HBO Max movie, and then when okay. they went into post-production and they seen the movie, they were like, no, we're putting this in theaters. I, I, can, awesome. I can see why. Awesome. That's what happened and, to Smile. Uh, That's what happened to Smile. That was uh-huh. going to be streaming originally, so it's a good time. Promising. Well, Jason uh, did say today on Twitter that movies are back, so because I guess Megan right? made a lot of money, so yeah. he's mm-hmm. happy about that. 
Good. Uh, yeah, they were sold uh, this, out. A few showings that I was looking at. Yeah. yeah. We were sold out too last night. Mm-hmm. We just got to. Right. I, I know this is like an old man here talking, but we got to get a handle on these run times, man, because give yeah. me an hour yeah. 30, okay. an hour 40, and I'm <laughs> good. But none of this two and a half hour shit. <laughs> Unless it's like All a right. big event movie. Good point. E- Evil Dead Rise in theaters April 21st. Okay. All right. right. Got to re-up my should've, they card for that. Yeah, they should have adjusted it to four. Found a way to adjust it to four twenty, but you know, <laughs> I guess yeah. Technically, if it says four twenty one, you can go the night of four twenty, right? Yeah. Is that how it works? True. Okay. Yeah. Te- technically, you can go any night when you're smoking, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the trailer. I didn't think we were gonna get this week we got it was uh renfield uh starring oh, nicholas cage and <laughs> nicholas holtz uh quick synopsis very quick from imdb dracula's henchman and inmate at the lunatic asylum that makes <laughs> no sense because that's not even what the trailer was <laughs> that is not even what the trailer was at all yeah no <laughs> Okay. Maybe they changed some things up. Is this a, a oh, M. Night Shyamalan Ling Dong movie with a twist? Or what was going <laughs> it, on looks, it, looks, it sounds like it, doesn't it? Sounds yeah, like we, it. the twist is we get nothing we've seen in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this also like AA meeting or something. <laughs> it's all a dream and he's just an inmate at the asylum. They already gave it right. away. Oh, uh, <laughs> people missed. of note that star in this, besides the two main actors, Aquafina. Ben Schwartz. So and, that might, that, uh, that might be a reason to stay home for me with his Aquafina. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't mind her. A uh, couple of uh, people known in the horror community: William Ragsdale and Caroline Williams, oh, also wow. starring the movie. Mm-hmm. And this is directed by Chris McKay. Now I was told. Not no, was told. Like I got inside. <laughs> I read um, that this was supposed to be a comedic take on the whole Renfield Dracula relationship, and I think, for my part, I think they kind of nailed it in the trailer. Yeah, I didn't I know it was going to be more action heavy, which I'm fine with too. You know, it's just a different take on the on the 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 characters, and I'm I'm all with it. And it's, it's Nick Cage. And he he has not let me down in the past few years, so mm-hmm. I'm all in on this one. And I'm very happy that he dug himself out of the, out of the VOD world that he was in the yes. you know VOD right. house that a lot of these guys end up in. So he did it, you know, little by little. Mm-hmm. He, he you know he took his way out of there, yep. and now he's back to getting some theatricals <laughs> again. Good for him, man. Indeed, indeed. Um, yep. I don't know from the I don't know how much he's gonna be in this movie though, because from the trailer I get a vibe that. Sure. You know, it's gonna right. be um, what's the other Nicholas Holt is gonna be mostly yes. from his perspective. Yes, yes. And then maybe Nick Cage comes out in the you know maybe late second act, third act even, because because that trailer mm-hmm. revealed a lot. Like like when he's out there floating in it the did. sky and shit yeah, in the air. And then, I'm like that's some third act <laughs> shit right there, you know. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very action heavy, which was interesting. And from uh, another thing, I also read uh, um, this. The trailer. They said the trailer didn't really let let us know, but the movie will be a little uh, gory and violent, as far as they can push it for the rating. Okay. Hmm. Is okay. it rated R or? 
PG thirteen. I'm I, I don't know, but I'm I'm gonna say PG thirteen. Probably. Okay. Oh, well. too bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it could be rated R. Don't don't. I'll uh I'll be there. I'll there's no doubt I'll be there to see it. You had me uh, at uh Nick. It says, it says rated R. It says rated R. Oh, okay. Rated R? okay oh, that's what it says on IMDb. And that one's rated that R one's as far April. as the kid. Yeah. What was so that? It seems, so it seems like we're gonna get Scream, Evil Dead, and and this one like back to mm-hmm. back to back. You know. So yeah, this yeah, one not bad. comes not out bad. April fourteenth, the week before Evil Dead Rise. There it is. All right. Awesome. Cool. So we'll have a lot to watch. We'll have a lot to watch, guys. Well, and Nicholas Holt is good too. I'm looking forward to him. But yeah, dude, yeah, no, he, he, he was fucking. He was Stop great it. in the the menu. Yeah, yeah. He was in that one that I was telling you about last week with Charlize Theron. Uh-huh. Oh, the the dark. Uh, yeah, that was dark, dark places or something like that. Yeah. Yes, dark places. Yeah. Okay. I don't think. Uh, I don't think. It's, I think it's been a while since we were all in on every trailer. Yeah, yeah, this is where all I think great. we all I mean, are. Is, I think we and, all are. And they're all theatricals, too. Usually we get some VOD ones right? in there. Yeah. Well, we'll, like well, a, we'll like have plenty fucking, of those, like too, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have plenty of those, too, Pedro. Don't worry. Yeah. All, all right. right. We'll roll into listener feedback. Uh, this week, the podcast spotlight shines on Never Split Up, a horror movie podcast hosted by two lifelong friends, Nolan and Anthony. Uh, We focus our horror movies, um, but dive into all things related to the genre. Come out and join our growing community on Twitter at NeverSplitUpPod. And Al Ramsour says, uh, the ending to the Al Patreon pitch actually was perfect. I'm uh, the head cook of the merchant ship I'm on. We're transporting jet fuel around military bases in the Mediterranean and Persian Gulf. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, have you ever seen those big Ark or Wilhelmsen ships in downtown Galveston by the cruise ship terminal? Uh, yeah, I'm sure I have. Um, <laughs> the un- they unload cars and heavy machinery, and I work on those also. Thanks again, brothers. I yeah. can't oh, see cool. it from here. <laughs> <laughs> now you, now you know, now you know, <laughs> now you know, Brian. Yeah, I, I'm just just making sure, you know. He wasn't didn't have a job we weren't supposed to be talking about. Oh, I got you. <laughs> um, Brian added a poll to the Facebook group. Uh, what 2023 movie releases are you looking forward to? And so far, Cocaine Bear and uh, Evil Dead Rise are pitched in battle for the lead. Uh, but the poll just went up, so be sure to go get your votes in. That's a good question because I'm pretty excited about Cocaine Bear, too. Yeah, that's another one I'm interested in. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, that's going to be good. The only hesitation I have is uh, Elizabeth Banks, but uh, whatever. I'll watch it. <laughs> Maybe she'll redeem herself after that last uh, Charlie's Angels bullshit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't I can't really say anything about that. I've never seen the movie because I yeah. didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> or any other. What about the Pitch Perfect movies? I've never seen them. I don't mind those. My wife is a big fan. <laughs> uh, Tim Davis says, uh, definitely cocaine bear. That shit looks hella good, as Nez always says. Uh, Zim Vader said uh, he saw X. Uh, it's the only thing in 2023 that I'm looking forward to more than my stubby holder. 
Did he get one? I'm sure he has at this point. Um, also, Mark Reed added Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. And Matt Wood added Hell House LLC Origins. That Winnie the Pooh one looks pretty badass. I, I'm kind <laughs> yeah. of excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, I seen in my theater we're going to get it for like one night uh, next month. So I'm going I'm to try to go see it. Which one? Oh, the Winnie the Pooh? Uh, yeah. Winnie, yeah, Winnie yeah, the Pooh. Yeah. Blood and Honey. And Hell that House has LLC some Origins. That looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the only the Maybe, only thing uh, about that is that I feel like they've always tried to recreate the magic of the first one. The first one, the first yeah. house is fucking awesome. Yeah. Whenever whenever I try to point people in the direction of like found footage shit, I always pick that one. There's a couple of them, but that one in particular. Then the sequels are not as good, and they keep on getting less good as as they keep on doing them. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. All right. And uh, regarding kids versus aliens, Dax Daly said, "Can't wait to see this film." And uh, Brian Salmon says, uh, I have this in for review. Haven't watched it yet, but I think I will tonight. It looks fun. Yeah. It's Stranger Thing-esque kids cussing, Mm -hmm. fucking up aliens. Aliens trying to... (laughs) From the trailer, it looks like aliens are trying to abduct us for our skin because they want to take our skin for fuel. Oh, God. Sounds like a documentary for Philip. Yeah. <laughs> it looks it, it looks awesome, and uh, I I believe it's uh, coming to right. Shutter here soon. Oh, I've got I've got February fifteenth, Brian. I've got it playing uh, nearby too. I'm I'm ordering my ticket right now. <laughs> okay, so but yeah, blood and honey. Yeah, <laughs> that guy has some interesting uh, plans for movies after that. I guess his next one is Peter Pan. Oh. <laughs> And then he wants to do uh, Bambi after that one. <laughs> this sounds awesome. I'm totally all in on this. What kind? What kind of people did he find for the rights of all this shit? Like, I think they became recently became public domain. Yeah, right. Those Disney uh, lawyers will come after him. <laughs> Regarding uh, future kick on the Hail Ming Network, uh, Ricky Morgan says, uh, "Get a leg up on this one. See what I did there." Yeah, future kid. Yeah. Up. Ricky. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Uh, regarding Evil Dead Rise trailer, Marcus Will Turner says, one of the greatest horror institutions of all time returns for another ultra bloody round of madness, mayhem, and light reading, and chainsaws. Groovy. Oh, he was talking <laughs> about the trailer. I thought he was talking yeah. about us. <laughs> <laughs> Hard distinction to make sometimes. Um... CJ Ducote, fuck your name up every time probably, posted a trailer for Baby Blues. I uh, thought the group would like this. Baby Blues. I don't think I've seen that one. Is that yeah, like yeah. Uh, It's Alive or what? Is that an A24 <laughs> it like, movie that we got to get yeah, excited like about? It a, it, yeah, it looks like it was a killer baby, I think. It's the baby. We got we to gotta look at you guys ever? One. You guys ever see The Baby? Yeah, I watched it. I thought it was pretty good. Not the TV show. No, the, I saw the, the old the, the old movie. 70, yeah, that's that terrible. Was, that, yeah, it's, no. it's horrible. It's horrible. I have not watched that. <laughs> Andrew, have you seen I, that that one? No, I haven't. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it's a guy that she he he stumbles into some lady's house, right? She like dresses him in diapers and shit like that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, it, no, it's a, a lady. She's like a social worker. She comes to right? do a uh, a visit on a house, and then she comes that's to right. find. A, 
the baby's not really a baby. He's he's a, a grown man, but they've treated him like a baby, so he has the mannerisms <laughs> of a baby. That's weird. Wow. There's some fucking weird incest stuff going on. Oh. And, right. Right. <laughs> it's it's weird, Pedro. You you should probably check it out. I am gonna check it out. Like that one weird redneck X Files X episode. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, regarding the deep, uh, Zim Vader said uh, for a half second I thought that movie was called Nick Cutter. I think I'd rather see that movie. <laughs> okay. What's the deep? Is that the uh, the, the Meg? Uh, part two or something? No, it's a, it's a, a novel. I think it's an underwater horror story. That yeah, I, I think, okay. I, I think it got some praise from uh, Stephen King, and <clears throat> the rights mm-hmm. got snatched up to be a movie. Okay. Yeah, but Stephen King praises every other book and movie that's out there. <laughs> so I don't know. Literally Man, everything. He's, 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 yeah, he's literally people, everything. He's helping people eat out here, Lance. Right, his which is shit. cool. He's the opposite. He talks shit about his own shit, though, that gets adapted. Mm -hmm. Does he? That's That's good. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't like the Mr. Harrigan's phone movie, did he? I don't think anybody did. (laughs) They should have hired him to be the Donald Sutherland character. Oh, that would have been great. That would have been great. Mr. King's phone. Remember, remember when he got that quick payday being oh. that fucking psychotic biker in Sons of Anarchy, and then we never saw him again. Yes. Oh, yes. When, he, when he was I he did. was the cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, the like cleaner. that was such a great role for him, and then we just saw him yeah. in one episode, never came back. Right. He should have had a recurring recurring role like, uh, uh, what's his name from the Warriors when he showed up in um, John Wick and he was the cleaner. And, oh God. <laughs> Is that the guy that was from the Warriors? J- James Remar? No, uh, the the one guy that's like Warriors come out to play. Oh, no. <laughs> oh Sully from Commando. Great. Yeah, T Bird from Not, the Pearl. Yeah, we know who you're talking yeah. about. Uh, yeah, yeah, we just don't know his name. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, is it David Patrick Kelly? Yeah, that's that yeah, should have been okay. that should have been that should have been there Stephen King in Sons of Anarchy. He should have just whenever they had a body right. to dispose, he should have just showed up. That, that and instead of instead funny. of getting paid, he just kept taking like random items from the house. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, and regarding the Saw X casting rumors, Invader says Costas Mandalore needs to be added next. He uh, Hoffman was the best character in the whole series. There's okay. another one? Shit. Yeah, There's I don't know where one. they're going with this one. Uh, Tobin Bell's returning. Shawnee Smith's returning. I think it takes place, like, in between somewhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Gotcha. <laughs> Does the timeline really matter in a Saw movie? They're juicy. Now. Well, they're 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 black they're black they're black widowing this one, right? They're yeah. releasing it, but it's like four. It should have been four movies yeah. before. Yeah, like right yeah, after Civil like, War. <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of those stories. It takes gotcha. place between two and three, or one and two, or something. Uh, regarding the price we pay, Cameron Sullivan says Deacon Frost lives. I understood that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, regarding Christmas Evil and Christmas Bloody Christmas, Cameron Sullivan said double feature time. All right. Yeah. 
regarding our hey, violent hey, night. Wait, real, real quick, Phil. Pedro, what'd you think of Christmas Bloody Christmas? I loved it, and I know Lance hated it. <laughs> oh, come on, I dude. Loved it. I, I was hoping you were gonna go. There. No, no, no. I fucked up. Now I, re- I forgot. You know what I did? For- I admit I forgot about it. I should have thrown it in my top okay. ten because that was top a great 10? fucking movie. Fuck yes, you, man. I, I, At least in Megan, they tried to make it look like a android. This guy was just like a guy in a fucking costume. Good. Is that what bothered you, man? Come on. So yeah, the, the Terminator was. was well, the Terminator there's wasn't there's doing the robot. With yeah. the budget. No, that's that's what that's what bothered me. He should have. That and the dialogue. So. <laughs> So when you watch, so when you watch Terminator, does when Arnold shows up, do you get angry because he doesn't look like no, a robot? No, because it's well written. It has good dialogue, so makes oh. a difference. Bagos, right. I can't, I can't wait. For I, I get angry every time we have to see his long though in the beginning of Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what really gets me angry for a lot of reasons. Hey. Uh, regarding our Violent Night episodes, Invader says they're all good, but this show felt extra fantastic. All right. Thank you. Uh, Zim to Lance. Uh, Zim says, uh, interested, interesting review of Andor from you really makes me think. (laughs) Um, Here we go. Here we go. I was bored shitless for the first few episodes and actually aborted watching it, but a friend of mine thought it was the best thing he ever, uh, so his, so on his persistence, I resumed watching. Uh, once we got to the jail factory thing, I started to get invested. And by the end, I was like, yeah, this is too. fucking great. I get it now. Uh, yes. Then I watched Rogue One, which uh, I was previously 50-50 on and uh, had a great time uh, with that. And now I'm on Team Andor. Anyway, after after Rogue go. One, I started rewatching Andor with the expectation that this time around I'll love it. Since uh, I now understand who everyone is and what all the point of it was. And fucking nope. The first couple episodes are just as shit the second times around. Oh, second no. I don't know what my point was. I've forgotten. I just think I needed a rant. <laughs> All the best for 2023. <laughs> it's it's called plotting and pacing. Come on, man. They have 12 right? episodes. Don't take the time with this shit. <laughs> I think I, I think on some kind of hook, though. I guess Star so, Wars, the hook on its own. So Diego Luna committed for two seasons, and I think that's the story okay. they're going to tell. Um, So it it was supposed to be five years before Rogue One, which is season Uh one. And then season two is going to be it's going to jump. Supposedly it's going to it's going to go up into the point where. So I think season two, we're going to have a lot of cameos from the people from Rogue One. Ah, That's that's where it's going to start to merge with with the movie. So it should be a little more action packed, I think. I hope so. Cameos (laughs) for more people than just the last king of Scotland. huh? (laughs) They'll have, they'll have more in there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. or whatever the fuck his name is. Right. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> juice. Right. <laughs> uh, regarding the Evil Dead Rise poster, Matt Wood says, oh, dear. I don't know if that's that, a good that's or a bad not poster. That is uh, not okay. a good poster. Not a great poster. <laughs> also, the poster for Smile, too. Mm. That's what it looks like. Uh, regarding our best and worst show, uh, Dean Ferguson says, uh, my favorite films all sucked this year. Uh, Jeepers <laughs> Creepers Reborn, Halloween Ends, The Monsters. Where's the good one? <laughs> Maybe we'll get a, new, a good new Friday the 13th. Let's hope so. Is this, is this guy in the multiverse where everything's fucking reverse or what? <laughs> the, Maybe the, the, the Conqueror got a hold of him already. I just keep it favorite, favorite, favorite. 
franchises. <laughs> I, think, I think that might be what he meant. The, the, that makes sense now. Now it makes they, sense. They, okay. they, they took his favorite franchises and all the movies sucked. Yeah. Shit all over him. <laughs> well, we got we got a Predator one that didn't suck. That's true. Right? That's true. That's and true. We got, and we got a Hellraiser one that supposedly didn't suck, although I think it sucked. <laughs> 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 so it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not all losses here. <laughs> all right. Um, and John Prince says, spoiler alert, I thought Jeepers Creepers Reborn was decent, but not real happy with it referencing the original and sequels as seemingly only movies that exist within the new movie. Uh, going as far as making it look like the fortune teller woman was a real world Giselle, a character in the original <laughs> Jeepers Creepers. Uh, less good natured, but one in the same. Um, I suppose it wasn't totally a hard line. I, yeah, I suppose it wasn't totally a hard line on that subject. But it did appear to go a bit meta for my taste and separating it from the others. Uh, the new-ish creeper design was mostly handled well, but it did set it apart, set it apart, uh-huh. self apart from the Jonathan Black, uh, Jonathan Brett creeper, which I prefer. Yes. yes. Uh, for me, it mostly made up for any shortcomings with some pretty cool sequences inspired by the first three movies. Uh, John okay. Prince, respectfully, I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> <laughs> respectfully, sir, I, I don't know you, but that movie is god awful. Unwatchable. <laughs> the only the only thing I think I have redeeming to say about it is uh, what's his name, the real creeper, the the, the previous so, director. So, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah he, he had nothing to do. He had nothing to do with Make it. That's the, the only positive. That's the only yeah. positive Make thing. Salva. That. That's right. With the um, powder, by the way, which is a good movie. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> oh, you didn't like powder? Come on, lads. You didn't like powder? What do you like? I don't remember it. I don't remember it. Didn't he have like sparks that would come out of his finger yes, or something did. like it's that? A sad he movie. Was, like, it's pale. Not, that's all I remember. Well, did Michael Jackson show up in that one with Macaulay no, Culkin? No, not afford him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pedophile game. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I always heard that Powder was Michael Jackson's dream role. He was aspiring to that. He spent a whole career preparing. <laughs> and this is the part of the show where we break minutes. Epstein makes a cameo. <laughs> we have Epstein. We have Michael Buddy, Jackson. Man, Michael we have Jackson. Victor Salva. No, dude, he's been, he's this, been this, his whole this, career preparing to play Powder. This, this is the expendables of fucking pedophiles over here. We got Pedro. This this is this is where the show spirals out of control. Now. I've been here many times. I've seen it many times. <laughs> Um, G Below Brown says, uh, oh, Bite Size Halloween was a Brown. very interesting show. Bite Size Halloween, have you guys heard of that one? Yeah, it's uh, they put it out during a uh, Hulu, I think it's a collection of short stories, short films for Halloween. Oh, okay, That's yeah, good. so it's, it's kind of like anthology, you know, some are good, some are not it so good. Right. The lazy way it's to like make when... an anthology, <laughs> you okay? Like you you go... okay, Lance? I'm good, man. It's like when you go okay. trick or treating, right? Some. Sometimes you get waxed lips, and sometimes you get the good stuff. <laughs> Wax lips, man. I remember those. Still make those? <laughs> I <think laughs> doubt <so>. it. <laughs> they can't be good for you. <laughs> no. 
Um, our show intro and all of our new logos come from Steve Carlton from the Geeks. And uh, be on the lookout for more great stuff from Steve. And our original skull artwork comes from Natsu Lani. So check her out on Instagram. Um, and if you'd like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. And for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Now. Somebody pick the black phone. Somebody pick the black phone. <laughs> we watch Somebody it will. Somebody will. <laughs> <laughs> the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for our featured attractions. Uh, this week we covered 2007's Dead Silence. And uh, tease our first review of the new year as we talk about the brand new Megan Mithrigan. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll start with Dead Silence from 2007. A young widower returns to his hometown to search for answers to his wife's murder, which may be linked to the ghost of a deceased ventriloquist. <laughs> well, <laughs> hate it when that happens. <laughs> Uh, director James Wan, also known for Saw and Malignant and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, James writers are James Wan with Lee Wanell. As uh, usual, yeah. Lee Wanell was so unhappy with the finished product due to the studio interference that he Uh-oh. decided to write all future scripts on spec as opposed to pitching an idea to the studio and then being paid to write the screenplay, uh, as was oh, the no. case with this film. Yeah, apparently this was not the original film. I well, good, it. this film uh, sucked. Okay. I was wondering why it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> now I was know. hoping I wasn't the only one. Um, <gasps> due to this film's box office failure, tentative plans for a sequel were abandoned. That's probably a good thing. All right. Well, Pedro, <laughs> you already broke your silence. I mean, Donnie Wahlberg's in it, it, which was kind of a saving grace with the plus. With his um, neo noir detective gimmick oh, he was boy. doing, yes, right. in many movies. But um, I don't know where to even like. Th- is there even a story here? It just seems like it's one long is fucking there? like. There, there's a scene here where Donnie Wahlberg and what's his uh, name, Ryan uh, Kiwanton, another Aussie, uh, Ryan Wanton, whatever mm-hmm. Kiwanton. They're looking for um. For not so much the puppet, but but the the lady that's controlling the puppet, right? Because I guess he right. finds out where she's at. That that scene where they're just going room to room, looking look, it, it might, it's probably like a ten minute scene where nothing happens. That's towards the tail end of the movie. <laughs> I mean, what oh, the fuck? Boy. And it just seems so uninspired. Like yeah. you know, uh, uh, his wife dies in the beginning. Well, we don't know why. You gotta you gotta start somewhere. Or I guess this was made right after Saw, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he did this one <laughs> okay. and, and and that sense with Kevin Bacon. That's how that's how he was that's how he was allowed to do this one, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they 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 set it all up. Um, no, it, it's just a basic story that takes way too long to tell. I mean, it's literally yeah. this guy. They uh, uh, some some force kills his wife. Uh, mm-hmm. He he goes looking for who it was. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg is sat on his trail because it's, there's something shady about his wife's death. Um, right. And he finds he goes back home. He goes back to his hometown for whatever reason, because oh, because because uh, the puppet had a note with with him or some shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> had a note in the box, right? That just right. Said, it said his hometown. And uh-huh. then um, he goes to the hometown. He meets his creepy dad, I guess. 
Um, right. And then somehow the, that tells them where it's at. The Donnie Wahlberg catches up to him. They don't really even say how he, Donnie Wahlberg finds him. He just yeah. finds him. Wahlberg fi- follows him. <laughs> he's like a city cop. He follows protection. him all the way up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he follows he's, him. He's, he's, got a, he's got a shave oh, like man. every five minutes. I think he came out of the set of Wahlberger on the way. I think I think Donnie <laughs> Wahlberg came out of the set of Saw Two because he's wearing the exact same clothes. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, so Donnie finds them. They go to this fucking abandoned whatever the fuck, and then this the 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 malevolent entity attacks Donnie. He gets mm. one special effect shit where his mouth is over his head somehow, and then he's dead. <laughs> and then that's it. And then Ryan. Katana fucking kills the benevolent creature, right. or not benevolent, mm-hmm. the fucking malevolent, I should say. Right, right, right. Uh, and then that movie's over. That's it. That's the movie. That's it. Yeah. Well, but you it, forgot about the dad that was the puppet the whole time. And then somehow, somehow <laughs> you didn't mention that. Oh no! That no no! Oh no! Oh, no. The, the creature wins. The world's at the greatest end puppet. Because somehow okay. the entire family ends up in this scrapbook yeah. of them being turned to puppets. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. It makes no sense. This movie fucking sucked. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it one time in 2007. Never Uh thought about it again. And then I saw it again today. (laughs) Yeah, me too. And I I have scrounged the fucking deep layers of the internet to find this fucking movie. I'm going to tell you. Oh, did you? Um, Because it wasn't available anywhere. But I saw it and I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, there's nothing in this movie that happened. (laughs) Oh, man. Ouch. Ouch. Brian, what do you think? Okay. Now, you, you guys know I, 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 I try up. to be positive. Yeah. I didn't quite like the movie when Not I first Not as positive as that Jeepers because... Creepers guy right now, but pretty positive. Oh, that, that guy is <laughs> the movie. Uh, I, I, I didn't like it when I saw it in 2007, and man, do I uh-huh. fucking hate it now. I, oh, boy. I tried... <laughs> When I found out that they took Lee Winnell's script and just fucking right. chopped it up, rewritten, rewritten it, I was like, okay, let me <laughs> let me rewatch it, let me rewatch it and try yeah. to see where you know maybe I can scrounge where the the good parts that he put in there. I can't find them because the story <laughs> makes no sense. Oh no! Pedro broke down the movie uh-huh. in five minutes. That yeah. just listen There's to his breakdown. There's not much to talk about, really. Listen to his breakdown. Yeah, that's, that's it. spot on. The part that trips me out is right. The 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 demon or whatever the lady, the ventriloquist. She's been in the stepmom the whole time. When did that happen and how? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it was kind of cool how. <laughs> she was using uh, Bob Gunton, the father's character. She was right. using him as a puppet. How he had the, the, right. the he was hollowed out in the back, and she was working him like a puppet. I thought stuff like yeah. that was cool. The wife gets killed. You know, then five minutes into the movie, she gets her tongue ripped out. I, you know, I thought that kind of stuff was cool. But then it's just mm-hmm. him running around from building to building, room to room, looking for. I don't even know if he knows what he's looking for. <laughs> and then. Donnie Wahlberg just shows up magically everywhere <laughs> he goes. Yes, and, and he's got. There's no point of him being in this movie. There's like, really no, not. He doesn't do anything. He's got a he big old right. shotgun that he points and he shoots it one time and misses. Yeah, he just pops up, shaves, tells the guy he's keeping an eye on him, and then walks out. And then he shows up. 
later on where he's at. I'm just like, how are you doing yeah. this? <laughs> Movie magic. I I really can't say anything good about this movie. This is probably the oh, the no. worst thing I've seen James Gunn do, do uh, that he's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it and, and it's it's hard for me to say that just knowing uh-huh. how much studio interference was in there. And I it's I wonder fair. because this this is getting fair. the this is getting the Blu-ray, the the Screen Factory Blu-ray release here uh, in a couple months. I wonder. Yeah. Did they chop up the script, or did was there a better movie film that they chopped up the movie? I, I wonder if, <laughs> if there's just stuff that's missing because, like that that whole storyline with the stepmom, it just feels like there's chunks of the story missing. What, well, yeah, that, was a, one of the things that, that came out of left field. <laughs> yes, it was. One of the things that really pissed me off was the whole motivating factor behind this. There was a little fucking snot nosed punk in the audience that tells, this, <laughs> that tells this lady, I can see your leaves moving. And that drives everything. That drives the entire fucking curse to curse this entire family. That's all he said. He was catcalling the ventriloquist. Where the, where the hell was his parents? <laughs> and he had no parents around them. Like it was just, it was, it was like a bunch of adults. You know, hopefully Victor Salva wasn't around there. It was this fucking kid that said, fucking, I can see your lips move. And that fucking pissed off this lady. Oh, boy. And that was, which, was to be honest, when, which, to be honest, when they did close-ups of her, her lips were kind of moving. <laughs> oh, you caught that on second viewing, Brian? How many times did yeah. you watch this movie? I watched it. This is a clear shot of okay. him after the kid says, your lips are moving. And right. her, her and uh, <laughs> whatever Slappy from Goosebumps have a fucking argument. <laughs> What he look like? You can, you can fucking see her mouth moving. <laughs> you know what was another fucking horrible scene? Just horrible acting was when uh, when when Donnie finally catches up to him, and then he's like, "No, I gotta take you to the station first. And then Ryan Katana is like, "No, I gotta go. I gotta go now." And he pushes a cop. He pushes a, oh, a fucking. And and then Donnie Wong is like, "Get over here now. You gotta come here now." And then fucking Ryan Kwanton runs to the car. And then fucking Donnie Wahlberg's like, oh, Chucks, I got to go after you now. Oh, come like, on. Don't make me chase you. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. Make me chase you. Oh, man. But, that, but that's so, like, fucking amateur hour shit. Like, what the fuck happened there? And then fucking he doesn't call for backup. He doesn't do. And then when they get to the fucking wherever the 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 demon or whatever is at, we just forget about that entire plot. He just they just become buddies all of a sudden. OK, let's go. Isn't look. he right? Isn't he out of his juris- jurisdiction? Or town. Yeah, that is true. I don't, I don't think that works. Like yeah, like that. a little New England town or something. It's like a man in black. Yeah, but uh, no, no, this Phillip, movie was just boring. Philip, you go ahead, man. I, I don't have anything to add. I've got, I've got <laughs> I'm flabbergasted. I was going to try to bring it up a notch by saying at least some of the puppet effects were creepy. Like when they had the what? Why did they have? What do they have to have exactly a hundred and one dolls or something like that? <laughs> no, and, like the, and then Donnie. No, we, we, we forgot that Donnie Wahlberg goes uh-huh. to the gravesite and right? he just finds all these fucking empty caskets. Empty. Up, <laughs> and they show him. This is what the funny right? part. They show him on his knees 
ex like he's inspecting every one of these caskets like one by one and he flips the lid he flips over a casket like what do you do they're gone bro <laughs> oh, yeah, he's man. just trying to be he's trying to be thorough with his investigation <laughs> oh boy yeah, you, you would think with uh, with the cast that they had, because I, I I legitimately like Donnie Wahlberg and some stuff. Yeah, and, and Bob uh, Gut- Bob Gutton's usually you know pretty. I mean, he wasn't horrible in yeah. this, frankly. You know, uh, he was underused. Even Ryan right. Watson is pretty good whenever he gets some good shit to work with. Yeah, I like that kid. Um, and with James Wan and Lee Wan, no, <laughs> you would think it would be pretty awesome. Yeah, it, I know. It's the disappointment factor. Definitely right? was not. Yeah, this is a disappointing movie. I got bored and started playing on my phone. At the beginning. <laughs> it's I finally, boring, dude. I guess that, that's yeah. his biggest crime. It's just fucking that's boring. A big, yeah, that's an, un, un, that's an unforgivable crime <laughs> with yeah. other movies, Pedro. I finally zoned back in towards the end, and I, just the whole premise of the movie is kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this movie's dumb. That's <laughs> that's the best description I can give to it. Well, there you go. All right. Mary Shaw's living through the dolls. Uh, Shut I, up. Their stupid uh, fairy tale thing didn't even rhyme. Yeah, it was a terrible, <laughs> a terrible me. rhyme. Terrible fucking nursery rhyme, man. Just change the name of the person. Right. It's a movie. <laughs> uh, all right. Scores. Pedro? <laughs> I'm going to go uh, three on ten. Oh. <laughs> you know what? The only reason I'm sticking to the three is because uh-huh. they had Donnie Wobbert in it, cashing right. in a paycheck. And also, <laughs> some of the shots were like early James Wan trying to figure out his shit mm-hmm. that he would okay. eventually get better at later on. So okay. for that, it's got, it's got, it gets yeah. a three on ten. The dead bodies were cool. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian? Uh, I like Donnie Wahlberg's... Uh... <laughs> The time traveling uh, detective, where he just pop up different <laughs> places. Uh, I like Bob Gunton as a puppet; that was kind of fun. But just more and more, I think about it. If she's living through the fucking puppets, right? How is she controlling the stepmom? Uh, great question. Good question. Sequel. <laughs> he was praying you'd get a sequel on this one. Wasn't so. <laughs> When she, is she when she's in a puppet? Is the stepmom like regular and just never notices there's a, a Bob Gunton puppet sitting in the wheelchair? Is it a real person that she's possessing, or is it, her? it? I don't know. I don't know. We're asking. They didn't really explain that. Yeah. Gotta look like a ghost um, or something. I don't know. I did like how I, I did like the <laughs> opening kill with the with the with the wife his mm-hmm. his wife in the beginning. I thought mm-hmm. that was was cool and. We got that right away, and like I said, the other things I liked, uh, I can't give it no higher than a two. Ouch. <laughs> okay, here's another thing that upsets me. Oh, no. Oh, so, no. the wife was pregnant. So, yeah. uh, Ryan Wanton thought, but this is fucking stupid because we all, think, we, all we, we could all deduce it by seeing the opening scene. So, so mm-hmm. the, there's a big thing at the end where he thinks, I'm the last of my bloodline. But this bitch fucking okay. whispers in his ear, she was pregnant, she was the last one. And then okay. that's supposed to be this big fucking, well, oh. But no, motherfucker, it wasn't, because we figured it out. She was pregnant when she got killed. Well, I guess I guess they should have pulled an eraser head and done like an embryo puppet or something. You know, <laughs> They should have just gone full eraser head with it. Gone to black movie. and white, faded to black and white and everything, you know? This movie would have went to a three for me. Oh, man. 
Am I going to be the high man on the totem pole tonight? I, I'll give it a I'll give it a four on ten. I, they 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 were trying, and the I think the puppets were were creepy looking enough for me to give it, and the kills were good enough for me to give it a four on ten. I'm going to be the high man on the totem pole, aren't I, Phil? Well, what was the point of the puppets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was they no sat point. There it was just, and turned their it was head. just eye candy, man. I just kind of like I, and I then just for some like reason the special effects. What special effects? When their <laughs> when their faces special yeah, effects when, when the face came out that was bullshit. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that was pretty bad. All right, three, three, three and a half, three and a half. There so you go. There you that go. That caused that caused James Wan a lot of money for merchandising. This movie not fucking making any money. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. Uh, you know, on IMDb, this movie has a six point one out of ten. There's it's all the it's all the James Wan. Yeah, James Wan fans. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't get it. Syndrome. Oh, yeah, like you were saying, they're drinking the Kool-Aid, uh, Pedro. Yeah. Like anything he makes, they're saying it's awesome. Well, this one was not. I'm going to give it a three. Okay, <laughs> I got it. I'm at High Man on the Totem Pole. Or is this how the year's going to go? I'm going to give the highest yes. grades to every movie. All right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're flipping it this year. Me and me and Phil right. are going to be low. Let's do it. <laughs> Flip the script. Now uh, when Black, well, Black Phone comes out, part two. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it will. And it will. <laughs> I'm curious about the next one, though. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Megan Mathrigan. <laughs> Brand new one. Uh, a robotics engineer at a toy company builds a lifelike doll that begins to take on a life of its own. Sounds like a familiar story. Uh, director is Gerard <laughs> Johnstone, also known for Housebound. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um, so, writers, he's, so he's Australian or, or New, no New Zealand, right? Pedro, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian. Was the Housebound a New Zealand film? Yeah, yes, so. it is. Okay. Uh, way, um, way better film than oh, the yeah. boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> better film than the boy. <laughs> Did he also if do you, that? If you, if you, no, if you've seen the premise of the boy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, oh, uh, you're right. The the twist, mm-hmm. way better. Yeah, definitely. Um, writers are Akella Cooper, also known for Hellfest. Um, based ah, on a, that was fun. Yeah, based on a story by James Wan. There you go. Now, okay. She has since came out and said there there is a R-rated version of this movie. I feel like oh, it's I can't to wait to see R. it. I can't fucking wait to see it. <laughs> That's gonna I, yeah. Hopefully that. I mm-hmm. think I think I I think I read that yesterday. She said okay. there 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 is an R-rated version of the film filmed. Yeah, so. it, right. it looked a little chopped up, and there was some. Like mouth, well, you, you, like I don't think that's what well, they said there. You, yeah. you got to get, you got to get that young crowd in there. Yeah, <laughs> I hey, it out. This movie is killing. Right, got Jason Blum doing cartwheels, saying movies are back. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Between Avatar and this, right? So, so let me let me start off by saying I'm 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 conflicted. Look, I okay. I like this movie a lot. I thought it was a lot right, of fun, right. but never. Ha- there was nobody like everybody. There was a bunch of fucking assholes in this movie. Like every single one of these fucking okay. characters, well, uh, you know. Uh, what was her name? Gemma. Gemma was the lead. The lead character, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mean the lead um, asshole? The yeah, end. she was the lead asshole. Like, and I get it when you're writing well, this kind of movie. Come on, man. Want- she she was focused on her work, dude. Come on. Come on. Her dude. sister died. Well. Yeah, yeah but dude, she's there's people who have those. I mean, uh, uh, Pedro, you would know, dude. There's people that have like disassociation, right? 
No, and, I get and that, it. That I, might I be what she was going through, right? I, that, she, that's why and I she refocused on her job. Yeah, that's why uh, I challenged right. my own thoughts. And okay. then when the little girl slapped the fuck out of her. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, so we're doing we're doing what we always do, right? First half is non-spoiler, then we go into okay. So we haven't yes, really spoiled yes, anything. Yes. Okay. okay. No, nope. I, I no, I really had a great time with this movie. It was fast. It got mm-hmm. to the point. There was right. a lot of decisions that I'll question in our in our spoiler section that didn't make any sense from the from a logical person's point of view. Like mm-hmm. everybody in this fucking movie was making all the bad decisions you could make to allow this fucking shit to happen. Um, I thought it was, uh, you know, it was a fun movie. It's an hour and a half. Um, I can't really get into get in, know. get out. No, no, I'm saying I want to get into spoiler territory here, but all I'll say right now is yeah. that I really enjoyed it. I, I really, uh, cool. you know, for all its faults, it made up for it just by the by by how much energy it had. You could tell there was a lot of passion behind it. Um, it had a mm-hmm. lot of little Easter eggs for horror fans. Um, the Asian guy was hamming it up, and he had a, I had a smile on my face every time, every time he was on screen. <laughs> Very Jurassic Park style, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's uh, he's actually a stand-up comedian. Oh, that explains everything. Okay, yeah. I didn't know there that. you go. Yeah, the uh, timing. He, I think he stole the movie personally. Um, yeah, and and it was uh, it was a good premise, you know, and and also um, you know with the technolo- technological world that we live in now, I think this is a good franchise in the making right here. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's where I'm at. I really I really like this movie. All right, Brian. I have to agree with him. I um, I took my daughter to see this. Uh, we we watched it uh, last night in the theater. Uh, we both had a lot of fun with it. Um, she kind of felt like a lot of the the singing, TikTok dance and stuff was kind of cringy. <laughs> the, 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 her words, her words. Okay, cool. I, I told her they they threw that in here because that that's right. This generation is you know that kind of stuff, and and, I, and my I theater responded well to it too. So I, I mean, yeah. it worked mm-hmm. in some places, I guess. It was it was especially yeah. it was pretty funny when she started singing like initially. Singing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like I liked and everything. The titanium song. Yeah. <laughs> I like I liked everything they did with Megan. Um, I I thought it was real interesting to find out that uh, a lot of the times it was an actual uh, actress playing uh, yes. Megan. That makes and, sense. Uh, every now and then they they use like a animatronic puppet. I thought it was real use of good use of both. Um. I brought up the reason I brought up the um, R-rated version of the film because for the death scenes you could tell there was more to them. Yeah, yeah, they kind of cut away a little bit. Which I I totally understand uh, from a business standpoint. Yeah. You you got to be able to have the younger crowd be able to kind of go see the movie without having to you know have your parents with you or whatever. Oh, yeah, shit. I'm gonna, and I, I'm gonna take all my grandkids to the R-rated version when it comes out. Yeah. Shit, but I'm trying I, I to raise them say, the right way. <laughs> I was gonna say, Lance. E- even if even if that's not what you were trying to do, I think this is a good kind of beginner horror film. Yeah, intro to, to, horror. To sure. take them sure. intro horror film, mm-hmm. and it's relatable to them. Um, I thought the little girl, I thought she did pretty good. Uh, Lance, uh, her oldest sister, was in the Black Phone. Okay. So we'll bring the Black Phone back, back again. Full circle. <laughs> Well, this little girl's been in something too before. I've, I've seen uh, the Haunting of Hill House series. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. And she was um, in the beginning of Doctor Sleep, the little girl that that uh, 
Rebecca Ferguson showing the flower too, and then the the, the huh. true knight like attack her. Sure. So she's she's been in a bunch of horror stuff. But yeah, I I had fun with it. Um, I I think this is uh we're gonna see them pumping out Megan movies because uh, uh, it did really good at the box office, especially uh, opening night. So yeah, I and it's think a Jan- we got January movie. We yeah. could have a fun franchise on our hand, and uh, well, to a to a point, then they're gonna get fucking yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, and here's a fun ESPN stat. Uh, this yep. is one of the first Hollywood films in the last 45 years to be released on the first Friday in January and obtain a fresh Rotten Tomatoes score. Huh. Well, I don't think okay. Rotten Tomatoes has been around for 45 years. So. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, how they usually count. dump. However, however yeah, long. This is like dump month, so I could see why. Yeah. Sure. Which is probably why they went with the PG-13 rating, and it was probably smart. And I'm checking the updated Rotten Tomato score. It's still sitting at 93%. Holy shit. Critics or audience? Okay. Uh, Critics. Okay. (laughs) It is uh, 93% on 165 reviews and 80% audience score. That's good. See, usually, yeah, usually you see uh, the discrepancy between audience and critics. Mm -hmm. There's a winner right here. Yeah, big sample size. And I'm looking up the current box office. It on a, I think the budget was 15 million. It's uh, worldwide has already grossed 45 million. Oh, okay. Oh, so they're doing good. Wow. So, so okay. we got Megan two coming up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think they. Probably I think they said year. it was in development before the movie came out. In I development. Think they, they, they knew what they had. Mithrigan two. I love it. Yeah, I think it was all based on that uh that trailer. Yeah, right. I think um, as much as we laughed about the the dancing and the the doll mm-hmm. dancing around, I think that really piqued the interest of the the younger audience, and I think that's why they they kind of fast pacing the sequel because I, I think they know they got a cash cow on their hands. Yeah, there were some young kids at this movie when I went. Mm-hmm. It's always Lance? a trip, man. You you don't really ever know what's gonna catch on. I know they 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 have people that they pay. How hundreds of thousands of dollars to, yeah, to research this shit, and it's like sometimes right. it could be the stupidest fucking shit that just catches on and you know makes that mm-hmm. money for some of these movies or or television shows or mm-hmm. music even, and it's like yeah, this was it. Just the trailer hit at the right time with the right scenes, and people were hyped for it, and they showed up. Mm-hmm. So you know you could just, just you just never know. All right, Lance, well, what'd you think? Oh man, so look, man, I don't, I, I'm not trying to continue the the make. The Bagos bashing here. Yes, much. you are. But uh, oh, Joe, Joe, I'm looking at you. You you can learn a couple of things from this movie, Joe. Number one, when you have a character that's not supposed to be human, that's supposed to be mechanical, why don't you do me a favor and go ahead and make it actually fucking look mechanical, even when it's a human <laughs> playing the part? Okay, that's lesson number one. But the big lesson and the big takeaway from this is all about the fucking dialogue. This movie had some phenomenal, very subversive humor <laughs> in the dialogue. And well, I don't know if the kiddies me, got all of it. Let me jump ahead. in here. They're okay. not so this this kid is not I don't want her talking like she's in a Rob Zombie film. <laughs> or the <laughs> And oh, the man. reason why 
But Megan are we totally was, ignoring the implications of a little girl yeah. robot here? Like, okay. Yeah, I, I, I figured we'd, we'd get there eventually. <laughs> but the reason why Megan was more human acting, because that was her programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you this. There's, there were scenes in this movie that I, I pretty much damn literally fell out of my seat laughing. The humor was just so sublime and the way that it was just kind of folded into the script like that. And then you had the one that they had one character that was kind of like, let's just let's just call him the 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 Wahlberg Jr. character. But he walked he talked right into that part. And he said, oh, I, I didn't mean to laugh at that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I don't want to go too far into it. But it's just a, it was just a really, really well written movie. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Pedro, you you nailed it, dude. It was fast paced. Um it was actually, I think it's more like an hour and 42 minutes. So yeah, yeah, a little longer yeah, than an hour and a half, but it, seemed like, yeah, it, it, it went high. fast. Um, there were obviously I think that was, parts. I think that was, a, sorry, Lance, not to cut you off. I think that was a, one of the problems my daughter had with it. She said it felt like it was short. Like it was too short? <laughs> and that's always like good, kind of, though. You always want someone wanting more, okay. right? That's, that's a good no, thing. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. There was a couple of parts where you kind of had to, you know, go go with it, sort of like. Oh, there was like more there than a couple. Stage. We'll get to in the spoiler section. Yeah, I know. But the, like at the beginning, non, I'll go non-spoiler. So the very, very first thing is how they're testing this one out. And then, like, it seems like a week later, she's got it totally fucking perfected. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time she had something she was working on that allowed her to do that, that. Like, well, if that was the case, why did the first one fail so miserably when you guys tested it? But I don't know, man. It was um, it, it was a good way to start the year. It was a good good movie to start the year with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, within within the universe that it introduced, I, I could I could allow some of the quote unquote flaws or plot holes. I sure, thought, I sure. Thought, even 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 for some of the like missteps as far as the technology part and everybody was grieving, right? That's the whole thing we have to remember is that uh, mm-hmm. especially Gemma, like her head is not really quite there because she's got so many emotions. So I could forgive her for like just reacting constantly without really planning things out, right? She's just trying to cope. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know about the Asian guy. He's just greedy, but we'll get to that in the spoiler <laughs> section. <laughs> like I um, said, Jur- Jurassic Park villain all the way. <laughs> yep, yeah. Uh, and then some of the other like, people in the in the tech group they they also kind of i have some questions for that as well um but yeah Yeah, they're techies man come on they're nerds (laughs) i I definitely forgave them for their for their flaws because again the universe allowed me to the universe that they introduced allowed me to go Mm -hmm. with it Mm -hmm. uh yeah i really like this a whole lot better than i thought i was going to i expected it to kind of Mm -hmm. suck and that was the first uh, thing i said when i walked out yeah and uh I guess we'll talk about some of the really good scenes once we get to spoilers. But uh, yeah, I, I kind of I, the, the singing I could have done without the dancing was actually pretty freaking cool. I, I thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought going where because you only get the dancing in the trailer. What yeah, the dancing right? leads into, I, I yeah. thought it was hilarious. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, awesome. that's why I want to say that that R-rated version, Brian. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but let's do scores and we'll hit spoilers. Pedro, what do you think? I'm gonna go with uh, seven on ten. I gotta watch it again to really. Nice. But for now, it's seven on ten. Good That's time. That's a good score. Brian, uh, I'm gonna go a little bit higher, seven and a half. All right, Lance. Yeah, seven and a half. I'm going seven and a half. Also, this could be a contender. It could be. We'll see. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Maybe. I'm, I, I walked out of there thinking seven, but mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go seven and a half, too. I, I had a good all time. All right. I'd totally watch this movie again. Cool. So we're all kind of on the same wavelength then. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. All right. Spoilers. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. The little right, fucking Pedro, get the one Pedro, you to jump in? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so, I, the, well, where, where do I start here? I mean, let's talk a little bit about some of our start favorite scenes. Um, yeah, again, the, the Asian guy was hilarious. And he, you know, he was like we're saying, he's like kind of like the, the one that just thinking about the money, money, money. And he wants the this mm. robot to function. Um, they never really think about... There's so many like practical things they never really right. go over, right? Like this is mm-hmm. like a lawsuit way to happen, even if everything went right, because mm-hmm. this robot is is supposed to just adapt to whomever it touches first, but it's also constantly getting fed. Inf- it's like Ultron; it's getting fed information through mm-hmm. like the internet or whatnot. So it's kind of becoming like like self actualized, um, and. Mm-hmm. and- they never. We never have one lawyer scene in the entire movie where, like, the lawyers are like, "Hey, wait a minute, let's let's." It's just it just goes from yeah. one to the other. Yeah, they but, they mention it. They they said she. Oh, we need to yeah. get her in touch with legal. That's right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, and there's gonna be a big pay that's raise it. or something. Yeah, the well, main guy does like, that. She was talking about that pet that she made, and it had like a listening device that picked up on child's conversations. And he was yeah. like, I'm "Oh, that you? Well, yeah, that. It was, that toy was weird. You did you activated <laughs> uh-huh. by the butt or whatever, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> and, and then another thing that I, I did, one thing that I didn't like about the movie. Again, we talk about how these movies establish the rules. It, it seems like only when it benefited the story, Megan could manipulate technology. Like when she gets into the car and takes off, like she just knows how to drive the car. But then there's yeah, like, uh, sure, it, sure. But then later on, when she's fighting the bigger robot, he's got a name, mm-hmm. right? The the prototype. Um, she I can't, can't control the name though. Yeah, he's yeah because like, that's Bobby or Bobby or Benny or Billy or something. <laughs> Billy. That's with a B. Billy. Um, she can't she can't control that robot. Right. And right. so I was like, because it seems like she's got access to all the servers and, you know, the whole fucking lazy way of writing where like this is a robot and the robot could control any technology around it. But for whatever mm-hmm. reason, at the end, she can't do that with the robot that finally kills her or, or not kills her, but really beats, beats her up. Um, maybe that one wasn't online. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Um, uh, but I think there's other scenes, though, where she does control things that are not necessarily online. Uh, yeah. But that was that was kind of like uh, I like how she killed like that like the nerd guy that's in the elevator where you know she kind of just fucking that I know that in the rated R scene we're gonna get a better view of that because yeah. you could tell that was a, a cut right there. Um, mm. As far as like Gemma's motivation again mm. the grieving part of it but still like she was very selfish like like I know she wants to focus on her job but just. I don't like the way it was spoon fed that she's being a bad like surrogate mother. Like that was very spoon fed. Like I was like, we yeah. get it, you know. Um, and and so for for a little while there, like everybody was kind of like they were all assholes. The entire characters and all in the entire movie were like assholes. Even even the the team, you know, because you had the, the guy was concerned, right? Let's 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 shut this robot off and let's take her to the lab and check her out. But the other lady was like, no, we got to, you know, we have a meeting. And like, and like, come on, this fucking robot did all this. Um, 
And I also think, like, Megan's strength, like, at times she was, like, super powerful. At times she wasn't. So mm-hmm. they really couldn't get that either. Like, the, her, her strength level was kind of up and down throughout the movie, depending on what they needed mm. for that time, you mm. know? Um, I, what did you guys think of the neighbor the, the, with the dog? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah, I, hate- I think that's Brian's neighbor that mows the lawn at 2 a.m. or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can relate. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I would never, I would never do anything to anybody's dog, but I, I, I can relate on. Yeah, on that I hated. Situation. I hated that they went the dog route, but the the lady right. was awesome. She was funny, right? Uh, the 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 one scene that I thought was hilarious was uh, the the boy, the bully in in the woods. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know that was going a different direction in a rated R scene in a rated R movie. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> yeah. nobody is going to pick chestnuts. Come on, what kind of activity is this? <laughs> right. But you knew where it was leading because uh, when the the one uh, Gemma was talking to the the boy's mom and she was like, "Oh, that's my mm-hmm. son," and he was like, "Oh, fuck right. you, Holly." Right. You know? Yeah. I was like, "Okay, I <laughs> yeah. know, I know who you, I know <laughs> where this is going." Yeah, a lot of really funny and moments. <laughs> he was he was weird acting though. The I mean, not his character, but the the way the actor yeah. acted. It was almost yeah. like he delivered his lines kind of robotic. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, is he gonna something. be a robot in the sequel? <laughs> I don't know. It was just weird, but I thought it was hilarious. He got his ear ripped off right. and yeah. Yeah, pull in the it's ear. Like Stretch for <laughs> like a while, happy. man. <laughs> yeah, it's just I he, know it, it was just stretched like that. It was just building up. It was just like he's throwing the right. doll down. You know, he's he's hurting the girls. He's punching Megan in the face, slapping her, just mm-hmm. doing stupid shit. And I'm like, I okay. He, I, I thought he was going to do something different, Brian. Yeah. Like, <laughs> speaking of. Yeah, himself. because he he took the shoe off. And I'm like, are you about right? to undress this doll? <laughs> of course he was. I think they and then he was. the sure. And then he gets on top of the doll, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, am uh, I we go. this is feeling weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> and I know there's a lot more to the the him uh-huh. getting run over. I know there has to be right. more to that right. that scene right there. That that was cool when she uh, like got down on all fours and was running through the forest mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, that this, was cool. This robot did look creepy, man. I like the way that she mm-hmm. walked. I like the way that she moved. And like I said, the dance scene in the hallway, I thought was a really good lead up to a really great kill. It was like mm-hmm. funny and kind of creepy at the same time. So, I like the reactions to the doll from other people because it yeah. was neither oh, yeah. you get Holy you get shit. the yeah you get the you get first <laughs> some characters you would get like oh uh, what what's the right. little girl's name because you know they don't uh-huh. they're not really yeah. noticing that as a robot but then you got the others that are like seeing her and like oh what the fuck. <laughs> you know, what is that? The psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, and I also like the fact that they kind of explained. They always had a nod, like she's a prototype. That's mm-hmm. why she kind of looks weird. So it wasn't even like, how come nobody ever did okay. anything? Because right. Megan does have a lot of interactions with like peripheral characters mm-hmm. throughout the movie, right? But it's never weird because it's just understood that she's like a prototype doll, and eventually she's going to be in a lot of households. So it's yeah, something right. new for the people seeing her for the first time, which is okay. You know, it's not like this character's right. like running rampant throughout the fucking movie and nobody's just questioning it, you know? Yeah. Um, and and going back on what you were saying, how Lance, how she um it seemed like a week later she had it working. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember, the reason why it, the the other model exploded is because of the the one tech guy forgot to put that part in. Forgot to that one. Okay. Ah. Oh, okay. All right. So that makes sense. So. It so was, it, it it could have they, possibly they account for that. It, yeah, it could have possibly worked like the Megan we seen then at first if he would have put that part in. That's how I took it. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's that's awesome. I like that. Great explanation. So you explained away the only the only real problem I have with the movie. Well, and you, you know we've got that real AI chatbot thing that's out there now. You guys heard right. of that? Yeah. Yeah. The one that, 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 that uh, <laughs> spews out hate mail or whatever allegedly. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. The, I, I was the reading chatbot and uh, Elon's uh, brain chip. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, oh, that's we're right. Yeah, we're headed for real life Megan scenario. Happening. Yeah, sure. We're either gonna have iRobot or the Borg, one of the other. But <laughs> yeah, <or> Terminator. <laughs> I I see a sequel happening because at the very end, you see, I think she's maybe had transferred her consciousness yes. or whatever into the the home. Uh, Alexa kind of thing, right? Yeah, right. they definitely. And I'm gonna say that that the rich old guy from the company is going to kind of clean up everything and pursue. Oh yeah, the Megan project and which, Megan which is Gush. what happened in uh, Child's. That is the storyline of Child's Play Part Two, by the way. Yeah, and it worked. <laughs> yep, and it worked. They're gonna they're yeah. gonna scrape Megan off and they're gonna redo her little yep. head and off he goes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All That's right. what this Everything. is. iRobot meets Child's Play. Yeah. This is yeah. a lot better than the Chucky remake, that's for sure. That fucking Child's yeah. Play remake where, where he was named Buddy or whatever. But uh, I know Ness Buddy loved had, it. Brian, did you, Buddy did you had like great, it? Yeah, I liked it for what it was. It, it, it could have yeah, been right. something else than Child's Play. But if it wasn't yeah. Child's Play, nobody would have watched it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you guys Buddy had great special It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You guys ready to wrap it up? We covered a lot yeah. tonight. We don't, well, we, we, we don't want Pedro. We don't want Pedro yelling at us that we're doing a three-hour movie here. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm okay. No, the only thing too is that uh, too late. Did, did they ever explain how she was able to override the turnoff thing that she had? Because she just she just starts doing it like uh, a couple right. times. You know, she had this thing where you could turn it off just by giving it a command. And then she just kind of overrode it, and they never really told us how. I'm sure maybe they did, and I missed it. But yeah, that's what I'm wondering, Brian. That's nitpicky shit. But it it was, I mean, it was a great movie, regardless. I thought. Yeah, I I I would have to watch it again. Um, Now that I'm thinking about it, it just kind of seemed like she just somehow hacked into the system and was able to override it without anybody even. She was writing her own code. Which it was weird how she was like shutting off the video feed and all the, the the all that kind of stuff and nobody even noticed anything and it seemed like the, the tech crew that's kind of like their job and they didn't <laughs> notice there was all these corrupted files or unknown right files and you couldn't get somebody into anything and then the way she kind of overpowered both of them you know to kill both of them and right and, so that was kind of well, but was, again we forgive that because the story needed it at that time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, it, and it was but, it was kind of a startup company, you know. So yeah, it was it's kind not of like they got crazy. billions of dollars. 
Every time she like overpowered her or something, I just I don't I don't know. I just found myself sitting in my theater chair like throwing punches, like you know, <laughs> punch the shit out of Megan. <laughs> but, you're, but, but you're saying ones that are fu- because here's the thing. Let's be real though. If a dog gets a jump on all of us, they have they're right? gonna they're gonna startle us. So we're we're trying to process this living fucking dog, and by the time we do, we're dead. So I could, yeah. I, I, could see, I accept that. But but, okay. but there was time where they were going toe to toe already with this fucking doll, and she was still more powerful. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's a little True. more like, come on now. But yeah, I could yeah, because because there's a scene I think in in the the final act where she Gemma and Megan are fighting. I think there's one scene where she's choking her. Yeah, yeah. But then later right. there's a scene that's where right. she kind of knocks right. her across the room. <laughs> so if you have the power to knock someone well, across the room when you first were choking her, you should have snapped her neck instantly. Yeah. But it, it, yeah. it's a movie. Yeah, <laughs> also that's cool. <laughs> well, I'm fine yeah, Pitt, with it. Pitt, yeah, I think we all enjoyed it. We were kind of on the same wavelength on this one. Um, yeah. yeah, Pedro, yeah, thanks for coming by, dude. Thank you guys for having me. It's always a pleasure. And I guess I'm gonna look forward to the uh, the old uh, March Madness Sweet 16 tournament that we always do. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We still uh, Brian. We still planning to do best uh, like A24 film or something like that. No, is that is that, is that so. what we're going with it this year? I, re- I, I, I thought we were. Yeah, it was okay. perfect. I think they have to be. They have to be Ele- horror films, though. They can't elevated, be just... elevated horror. Elevated. Yeah, we don't horror, want we right? don't want best, Lola or whatever it was called. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, best elevated horror, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Shit, March is right around the corner. We're going hot brow. Man. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Horror Returns. Uh, you can always find us at thehorrorreturns.com, uh, pretty simple, or email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, shit, next week, Brian, do you know what the two movies are? I know I know that Steve is Steve Carlton is going to be joining us, and they were two mystery movies, but I think he finally, uh, yes, finally made his uh, decision the other night. It will be Digging Up the Marrow and... Uh, Leslie uh, behind the mask, uh, the Leslie Vernon movie. Always wanted to see that I don't one. Think I've either seen. I've seen. I don't think I've seen yeah. either one of these. Yeah, okay. Leslie Vernon is always... really good. I love. It. It's really funny and it's mm-hmm. it's a take on serial killers. It's pretty. It's just a good little movie. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And we're getting Steve right. to come on a show that has nothing to do with Scream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, that means, Brian, until the horror returns again. Good.